When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Monday. It is the morning sickness. It's 545. This. Oh, I, I, I am John. There's Brady. I already said it was morning sickness. There's Brett. <laughs> uh, there's Toledo somewhere. Uh, I had a fun day yesterday. For, I know Cardinal fans. You know what, Cardinal fans? Brady was at your game yesterday. And I watched a good portion of it. Uh, you lost to a better team. The Bengals are a better team. But this coach of yours has uh, everybody playing at a level they shouldn't be at. There, there's a bunch of third-string guys, second-string guys starting for the Cardinals. And they're they're in the right spots, doing the right things. They're not the dumb Cardinals like they're they They're not cardinaling. No, they're not, they're not stupid. It's a smart team. There's a well different coached. energy in that building. Yeah, well, I'll tell you that. I mean, because it was a Bengals crowd. <laughs> was well, the, we had some good, yeah, uh, there's some black some, and orange represented. Yeah, they traveled but, well. Um, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> but the team is. I mean, I'll say on the Cardinal side, it's it's uh, more competitive. It's fun. It's more fun to watch. There's a bunch of undrafted dudes starting. There's a bunch of guys who are like scrappy, and they are. They're they're being well coached. I, if they can get the right players, I think that coach is a legitimate dude. I didn't know anything about him, but they were they played pretty well against San Francisco. Got beat by a better team. They, their schedule is brutal. You got, you know, San Francisco and Dallas, and they beat Dallas. And then Cincy yesterday, Cincy trying to figure out where they are. It was, yeah, uh, they came out of their shell a little bit in that yeah. second half. Well, but. I think that's. I think the problem with the Cardinals is going to be after a little while. And they're, they're doing good things. They're playing a little better than anybody ever expected. Uh, but they're going to get kind of figured out and gassed out a little bit. Talent will kind of push them back a little. You know, Josh Dobbs running 17 solid games. They're looking pretty good. I don't see it happening. Kirby's, it was Kirby's first game. Oh yeah, she was. She there. got a good taste of you know sitting in the wrong seats for the first half hour. Oh, you you got booted. Gave her the full experience. <laughs> you found the wrong spot, wrong section. How bad was it? Well, we were in uh, one twenty four, and I went in one oh four at first. I was wasn't paying. I just looked. You know, yeah, I got him on my miss. got him on Jesus. my screen yeah. on the. Yeah, but that's a swing and a yeah, one, that is a twenty sections thing. off. Yeah, yeah. You, you're only missing. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, great, we're in the Bengals. Us, yeah. a lot of fans over there, and people yeah. are. It isn't college. Interacting. There is first off, it's not college. There is no Bengals side, or there's not supposed well, to be. Th- well, there was right. I yeah, know. so you can't get excited like that was a planned thing because the other way when we went to one twenty four, great seats. Thanks, Tom Sizer. Yeah, um, there was definitely more Cardinals. I was yeah, yeah. One yeah, but there's no sides. It's just whoever decides to sell the most tickets. Bengals aren't a fill-the-stadium sell. Not like college games, because college no. games will sell just a, a, section. a certain right. section for the univer- uh, the right. visiting university. Yeah, that's not what it's supposed to be like. But if, if the Bengals aren't a traveling team. They're better than they used to be. I didn't think they were. I'm like, team. wow. Yeah. Well, they are now, because they've been in the champions. There's a lot of bandwagon people. But There are. Yeah, I mean, that's not a... Uh, Maybe 15 minutes down there. You yeah, know, that's not bad. So... You spent majority of the first that's quarter. People are like, oh hey, 
hanging around wrong people, wrong side. Yep. And you're embarrassingly had to slink out when the real. And by the way, was the game was already started, so the people who had the tickets. No, the game it was before the game. Oh, so yeah. you just sat there before. We the sat game there was. about fifteen minutes, just and then staring. someone came down and like, oh yeah, hey, good to see you guys. <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs> <I'm a guy. laughs> and then the embarrassment of looking down, going, oh, twenty sections over. So then you have to move, and then, then so, I, you know, yell, I told you, Kirby. Yeah, always make it hurtful. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you have kids to blame them. I, I, Kurt Vesley did that all the time. Exactly. And the better part is, is that people look at Kirby and Brady and go, "Oh, she's trying to treat Grandpa to a nice day, and he can't see his phone." <laughs> so you got a double win on this one. Yeah. Pop, pop, can't see. No problem. The granddaughter's not paying attention. And, ah, all you have to do is walk around with a little dribble of pee on your khakis, and nobody's ever going to question it. Uh, so you moved to your right seats. Kirby had a good time. Everything was... Yeah. Are you training her to be a Bengals fan? Uh, no. Well, no, not... You know, I'm letting her find her own team. Kind of. The first game you take her to is a Bengals game. It's not necessarily letting her find any. She's coming around. Yeah, well, let me just tell you, Kirby, as a wise sports fan, don't listen to your daddy. Well, because the Bengals are not going to be good for a long time. venturing down. Ugh. She, based upon social media... Oh, no. She likes what they tweet, likes what they, uh, you know, follow up videos and everything. The Bills. Oh, she's a Bills Mafia. Yeah. She's going to be jumping onto she's tables gonna be soon. Leaping on tables, lighting herself on fire. No to that as well. Don't do that. Don't allow your daughter to do that. Come on. You can't just join the Bills Mafia from she's not. Phoenix. She's not. <laughs> you said she was. She, well, look, she hasn't determined her team yet. No. It's still a work in progress. Yeah, she thinks like it's a kid's funny gender. Tweets. They don't decide these kind of things. It takes she's years pan. and years. Yeah, she's pan when it comes it to football. Uh, so you had football going. Baseball. I mean, the Diamondbacks just absolutely oh. made Clayton Kershaw look ridiculous on Saturday. They're going to try again today. Now, keep in mind, if the Diamondbacks win today, which they should, they are now the favorites with the pitching lineups. And the, and the Dodgers being in their nightmare with domestic violence and uh, rapists and uh, you know injuries and everything else that goes on. Uh, you now look at. Uh, Merrill Kelly is. Uh, they got Gallon tonight. Yeah, Merrill Kelly throws Saturday. It, it, nobody was going to lose that game. They put eleven runs on the board in like a minute, and then uh, tonight Gallon they come back here two zero. That's unreal to that think about. What's, they're going to end up in the National League Championship Series, and nobody potentially. I, I mean, no, that's going to happen, Brady. This is <laughs> foregone conclusion. <laughs> I mean, just book your stay. You to grab an Airbnb, do whatever you need to do close to the stadium, because it's going to be nuts down there. They're going. They can't not. <laughs> if I told you at the beginning of the year you got Zach Gallen going in a best of five, and you're up 1-0, and he's game two, and Merrill Kelly's probably game three. Yeah, every Diamondback fan Looking in the world, pretty good, every Johnny. Diamondback fan in the world, be like, "Oh, all right, yeah, we're going to the NLCS." Uh, There's no question. So that happens tonight. And, uh, and and it took the Diamondbacks to make us uh, see the true, real Guns N' Roses again. What a uh. the, the real Guns N' Roses has stood up. It took now give them credit for six years. They ran, I guess, five years. They've they've run Guns N' Roses as a pretty well oiled machine, getting on stage on time, doing everything right. What what that would never kick off. No, it would back, last a couple of months, maybe. I, I went to the very first show they they reunited in Vegas, thinking to myself, "This can't happen." Like they they are going to become Guns N' Roses again. Like I was there. They got on stage at nine oh one, nine o'clock stage nine oh one. 
Two nights in a row, both nights, 9.01. I'm like, that's one minute. They used to hate us fans. They used to hate us openly, just mock us. Uh, the, the, the PIR debacle here in Arizona, which is legendary for concerts with Metallica, Faith No More, and Guns N' Roses out at the racetrack way out west when Guns N' Roses decided they weren't going on stage till 1.30 a.m. And by the time they were done, rush hour traffic was was starting for the next morning because they basically told the fans, we don't care about you. We never have. We just, it's about us. I happen to know that uh, because of Niven, the old yeah. uh, manager of Guns N' Roses, had friends in the mix. And that was about the time he was done that uh, Axel needed his medicine and was having a bipolar meltdown, a schizophrenic loony meltdown. And... Didn't trust anybody on stage. They were making him, and so he wouldn't go on stage. He didn't show up. Those were the old Guns N' Roses. The new Guns N' Roses, no. They, they don't do that to the fans anymore. Well, yes, they f- do. And you know what? We need to just, like, let them know. Like, well, let's ban Guns N' Roses for a we've, we've heard all their stuff. Nothing new coming from them. We at KUPD should just get rid of them. If you haven't paid attention. I skipped sh- a song earlier. Did you? Good. Yeah, they're November show good. It's over. I'm not playing any more of it either. Until they at least apologize for this. Wednesday, they had a show at the baseball stadium. Now, again, even proof right there that no one expected the Diamondbacks to be here is that they started to schedule concerts at the baseball stadium in October. Like, don't worry about it. Who's on that? The place is open, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody, and you can't blame anybody in the in the booking agency over there at uh, Chase Field to say October 12th. Yeah, that seems about when the Diamondbacks are all done. I, I don't see them getting in there. So they couldn't have seen it. Even if they make the wild card. The tickets for the show weren't selling great. It wasn't doing well. It was doing okay. But to be a baseball stadium show, you're looking to get 30,000 people. They were drastically lower than that. We've been giving tickets away at their behest since they announced the show. Now, normally we'll get tickets right away and right before. They couldn't get a push for the show at all. We had tickets for Guns N' Roses. Every time I asked Brett, what do we got in there? And you'd be like, Guns N' Roses. I'm like, every week, yeah. something's wrong with that show. And if not, we'll get them. We'll yeah. get more. Oh, it wasn't hard. <laughs> all we have to do is ask. So, they, you know, they were they were looking to fill up the baseball stadium, and it wasn't filling up. So they canceled the show when the Diamondbacks have their game scheduled for Wednesday. That makes sense. Everybody's like, yeah, okay, well, we'll just work on that later. Then, and I don't know how many tickets we've given away. I, 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 ridiculous I, amounts over a thousand yeah at least as a station um they announced you know eh, we're gonna skip that show at the baseball stadium move it over here to the talking stick shed and um all those tickets they don't mean a thing anymore we'll give you a refund if you bought one but if you have one through winning uh it's garbage so all the people that have played Guadalupe Squares or dicking around with us or we just gave you Guns N' Roses tickets, Guns N' Roses just basically said, F*** you, we don't care. And they said it to us. They made us look like garbage. They look like garbage. The fans are getting screwed. And uh, if I, I say get your refund and don't go. I say, I don't know how the ticket sales went yesterday because they put them on sale yesterday for Wednesday's show. Get your money back. You've seen them. They're not, they're not that great anymore. And they hate you. So, f- Guns N' Roses all day long. That's what they'd say to us if we did anything bad because they're the baddest band on the planet. Eh, f- you, man. Well, we're saying it back to you. Uh, I like Slash. He's always been yeah. nice to us. Axel, eh, whatever. You can f- off the most. 
But that's just cruddy to do to fans. That really is. And to, and to this, everyone who supports Guns and the and financial Roses, advice from Duff. Right. And we got a little of that years ago. But everyone who supports Guns N' Roses, every single person that's in their corner saying, love you, thanks for being part of it, partnerships, all that. Fans, radio stations, venues, everything else, just got the Guns N' Roses, you. And I say we say it back. I say we, I, I don't know how those ticket sales were, but I, if going to that show means the world to you, pop over there. I hope they have like 2,000 people. I hope they, they, I hope they could have fitted in marquee. I, I, they, they don't deserve your money or your time to treat people that way with their money and their time. I was watching the news this morning, and they were talking to some guy, and he said that the refunds are going to take 30 days. Yeah. So basically, you got your money tied up here, but you yeah. got to spend we'll more money more. to buy more tickets. Right. And then, oh, by the way, we're going to make you buy new ones because yeah. we can't figure out the logistics. Instead of just rescheduling the show yeah. uh, for March, April, whenever their tours kind of got an opening, and then saying, you know what, we owe you guys one. We're going to bring it on back, and we'll figure it out there and refund everybody. And if you have tickets, hold on to them, and then we'll, we'll get it. Instead of doing that, they're like, nah, we, we, we don't want to we don't want to spend the money to try to figure that out and then drag this thing back to the stadium again. So we're just going to move it to a pl- and, and you're getting a scaled-down, half-assed version of what you were going to yeah. get over here. And the price was probably cheaper, but you know what? No. It wasn't? No, my buddy Bo was going to go. He had good seats at the at the ballpark, and he said that the, the ticket prices are pretty much double for what he had before. And he's like, ah, I'm not going now. Yeah, don't so, go. Yeah. Just skip it. Because of fewer seats? Uh, yeah. I That's got to so, be yeah. a little bit to do with it. Now, uh, what would it garbage. be if they just said, um, you know, we had to cancel the show due to the playoffs, right. and it's a refund? We're not right. rescheduling. That's what they should have done. They, that, just, just a straight-up refund. But then yeah. everybody loses. So people with free tickets aren't feeling like they got jackhammered because you did. And and radio stations that support the whole, we're the only ones. We're, we're supporting the hell out of guns. Maybe KSLX helping out a little bit. But, we, you know, people come to us go, what do we do? I'm like, look, we got screwed too. So I'm, I'm letting you know. I, I would love to help you out. There's absolute, They gave us absolutely no help with this. They just basically said, Tell your tell your listeners who have been supporting us for you know thirty five years that they can f- off now and so can you and that's essentially what they do Friday this place I was here Friday at like one o'clock when it all kind of was guaranteed how this was going to go had to make the call disaster like it was like oh, the phones rang like crazy well, what do I do with my tickets you nothing I want them from you guys what are you going to give me dude and that's the position they put us in yeah. and I don't blame the listeners for calling us going well I did win something what do I get you're f- because I guess we could take your word for everybody who calls and says, I got, yeah, so sorry from our end. Sorry that you guys got screwed. We got screwed, too. We're kind of in the same boat. Wish we could help. We don't know. You know, they, they put us out there. And they left us, hung us out to dry. Well, and that could have been, um, again, the the solving that problem would be saying if uh, GNR came to us and said, reissue these here are the tickets the ones oh, that you get Brady, given away there's a thousand ways they could have done yeah. something but you're you see what you're doing right there is what a decent person would do when they realize they're about to f- you. they lube up you spit in your hand you do something they just came in with a, a handful of dry crackers yeah. rubbed it all over their joint and just started f- us all of us listeners stays it, it's just garbage and they turned into Guns N' Roses again. They turned into those dicks that did it to us the few times they showed up before. Just totally wasting your money and your time. And you're right. That is garbage. Eh, we'll get your refund back to you as soon as we can, 30 days. In the meantime, 
Fire off another hundred and fifty bucks. Double to go, down. To go see Triple us, down. To go see us put on a show that doesn't have any of the stage support that it would have down at the ballpark because it's a different setup. So we'll just run some screens. I thought they were being a little overzealous playing the ballpark anyway. Completely. Though. I mean, it's... It's not like they're look, touring new stuff. It, yeah, it, it, it's like, look, they've been here two or three times since they got back yeah. together. And like you said, no new album, you know, yeah. one new song maybe. And it's big old. deal. Yeah, you, you know? had the football stadium scaled back to Footprint Center. And then they're like, well, let's try to just hit all the venues. They get the baseball stadium. And I agree with you because the base, they didn't sell out Footprint Center. Was yeah. it, Fo- it was Footprint. It yeah. wasn't the Glendale. That's, I was at that show. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't sell that out. Mm-mm. So if you're looking to triple that crowd, I, I don't get it. So. And Alice in Chains isn't what they used to be. They're not. They're not no. helping you know sell out a ballpark. No, they yeah. were what uh, I saw the first night at T-Mobile when they opened yeah. up. It was Alice in Chains and Guns N' Roses, and everybody's like, "This but if is you awesome." Gone, no, screw and it. And you look no. forward to that show. No, no. You got screwed. No, yeah, yep. but yeah. But and if you haven't gone and you're looking forward to it, don't. They're they're not <laughs> worth your time. Spend your money on your kids or your family. Or dinner, which on your you've stuff. never said. I know. I've never said that. Treat your kids to a night out. Kids eat free almost everywhere. <laughs> Take your kids out and uh, and do it on uh, Guns and Roses time. Don't don't spend a penny on it. and don't buy any of their merch and don't do any of it because they basically treat the fans like garbage. That's that's true. And acting like it's our fault somehow. It was just it was bad. And uh, Niven, the old manager for Guns and Roses, uh, our friend Chris is good friends with, him, happened to be on the phone with Katero. Uh, over the weekend, and Chris said, I told Niven what they were up to, and he busted out laughing. Here we go. He said, they, they lasted longer than I thought, but this is this is who they are. And I'm like, see? And he went nuts laughing about it. He goes, yeah, you can't. Not surprising at all. And he said basically what Brett said, only in kinder ways. They're just too cheap to reschedule that and drag the show all the way back to Phoenix another time. They're like, no, our dates are set. Wednesday is our show. If you if you want to go, we'll do it tomorrow. Let's so. find a venue. And good on you, Talking Stick. I love you and whatever, but this is, you know. <laughs> lightning and rain. It rained when I got here I caught here rain today. on the way So in. did I. I'm like watching lightning out the window. I'm like, what the hell is going on out there? That's it. Maybe it's the Guns N' Roses yeah. rain. Yeah. November. November rain. Yeah, could be. <laughs> Screw it. So, yeah, there was that. There's a whole bunch of garbage going on. But, you know, the good news is uh, Phoenix gets a good show on Wednesday at the ballpark when uh, the Diamondbacks take the Dodgers out in a sweep. I can't believe it's happening. I cannot believe they're going to sweep them (laughs) for sure. Two games in a row. Just boom. Tonight, probably 5-3, I'm guessing. They're going to have a nice run there, and maybe the bullpen gives up a couple late and gets a little tight. Little hairy five three, and then seven one on Wednesday. I've seen this; it's over. This is a sweep. Get your NLCS T-shirts today. Start printing them up. No way the Dodgers are—they—they're nothing in the playoffs. And if Kershaw gives up five runs and one out, and then just sits there and cries the whole time, oh, you've got them. They're done. They've got Urias over there beating up his lady. You got Trevor Bauer out there collecting insurance payments for. Rough sex. The Dodgers are a mess. Now, big red-headed carrot weirdo uh, May. He can't play. He's always hurt. Everybody on the team's hurt. Walker Bueller. He's wandering around there. Probably rough sex charges against him, too. It's funny. It's like the D-backs don't know they're not supposed to be yeah, beating right. the Dodgers. You know, Clayton Kershaw, Mookie Bat. I mean. And beating them and it's, out of them. It's amazing. I'm <laughs> yeah. to them. Look, uh, Brett's with me. This, Coming this, in hot. This three-game sweep has been, I mean, I, I didn't see it coming. Yeah. But here it is right in front of me. Sorry. 
Diamondback fans, hop on that. Spend your. You know what you should have done is bought tickets to the Diamondbacks playoff game Wednesday instead of Guns N' Roses. The money they're charging out there now, you could probably buy some seats. <laughs> get some seat gigs or something. Incredibly yeah. good seats. Yeah. yeah. So don't get the Guns N' Roses tickets and head on over to the ballpark. Support support those Diamondbacks as they sweep the Dodgers right out. I, I hate the Dodgers so much it's painful. Like they're just they're a frat. The Dodgers are that frat you don't want anything to do. You're at a bar and a bunch of frat guys come in and start doing that. Who we are the pikes? Who we who who who? I'm like, okay, time to go. Nobody likes these mother. Let's get out of here. This is an awful moment. A frat's here. The Dodgers are a frat with their little frat hair and their little frat uniforms and their little. They're ugh, gross. Hate the Dodgers. So watching them bounce out will be lovely. And in a sweep, my God, Tripp's got to be beside himself. Oh, Tripp was at my house yesterday for the Steelers games. And he was not happy. I'm like, uh, how's uh, how was your night? You know, knowing that that happened. How was your night last night? Oh, that's the only noise <laughs> he just made that noise. It's like sloth from the goonies. Yeah, he or had something. no words for it. He's been a Dodger fan for years and years. Oh, they caveman you, huh? I mean, Kershaw. What? Like I know that's perfect analysis. There you go. And I don't know, this isn't as much a baseball town as it is a basketball town. So when the Suns got crazy good again a couple of years ago, you could feel the energy in the air. I don't know what the Diamondbacks have to do to get... I think everybody's just so established with their team or just doesn't like baseball at all. But if you want to have fun, playoff baseball is fun. It is. Because they'll pack that stadium up, and that stadium's too big for everything. But 45,000 people... Uh, buzzing is a fun thing, and baseball can be a blast. Now, if you get a game like you got Saturday, which Diamondback fans would love, yeah, it's not as much fun. But watching a team get, you know, just absolutely punt the Dodgers. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Hanging on to your one-run lead with oh. the bases juiced. Oh, yeah. I can't even, yeah, playoff baseball. I, I flew back to Chicago for a Cubs World Series game. The Cubs got trounced and it was still a blast i mean they got that was the one game they just got blasted didn't matter i mean wrigley field world series you can't beat that anyway but still playoff baseball is fun so enjoy yourselves and uh once again to circle back guns and roses rotten i'm not gonna play guns and roses anymore i'll just cut them out (laughs) if i if i do it it's an action let me see if i've got any in here i'll just have toledo get rid of it you know who else they screwed? Allison Chains. Yeah. Allison Chains looks like a bunch of dicks now, too, just for being friends with his guilt by association. It's kind of like, yeah, we're still on this thing. Allison Chains should have stepped up and said, we're not going to play the, that's just for them. We're not going to play the Wednesday night thing because that just seems like a real. S show. Yeah. But anyway, if you got tickets, enjoy yourself. Uh, thanks for supporting the devil. <laughs> In the meantime, uh, pretty horrible wars about to start. So Has, yeah, well on the lighter yeah. side, <laughs> on the lighter side of news, pretty horrible, horrible war is about to really get uh, ramped up. I mean, it started, but I saw some stuff this weekend. I'm like, I don't want the internet anymore. I was watching uh, like Brett's videos of people being taken out of a music concert, and this girl they thought was like, uh, I don't know what they thought she was. They thought she was a Jewish something or other. She's some German tourist. 
they broke her in half, like right there, and then drove her around the streets screaming, God is great with her. I've never seen legs bent that way, ever. Like, I can't even imagine trying to bend someone's legs that way. And what they did was horrific and screaming, God is great at the end. They're like, oh, okay, well, this is not going to. This is not going to have an ending. There's no land mass. Like, they want the land situation, but they're not done there. This is bad. So, uh, I think Guns N' Roses is a mess. Wait till we start lobbing crap over there. I hope we can, uh, I hope we can avoid this one. This is, we're going back into the stone ages of, of thought war. Didn't we learn that, though, with the last group that's like, we're not fighting for any land, we're fighting for an idea? And you can't fight ideas. Like, people's ideas are they're pretty much uh, in... We tried to solve the thousand-year battle. Right, yeah. It doesn't end because they still believe what they believe and they're doing the right thing, both sides. It, like We came in like the dude from the original Die Hard. Oh, it's booby. I got <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, we think... You, know yeah. you guys are going to live here. You <laughs> we're going to broker a deal because you guys will be happy here. We're, we're all adjacent to the Jesus lands, right? Calm down. Yeah, we're not. It's that's not a good thing. So the weekend was weird. It was all the way around re- weird, but I got my joy out of it. I saw sad Lamar Jackson, which I I believe is my new Santa Claus. That feeling when you're a kid and you think Santa's coming, or you're at the mall and you see Santa, and that joy just sweeps over your body. I'm like there he is, sad Lamar Jackson. I get the same and feeling I used to get. When, oh, I used to get it when I was a kid, and I'd see, you know, birthday, Christmas, whatever. I get that happy. Oh, this is the best day ever. I get that when I see sad Lamar Jackson. He's oh, he's looking at so a ugly. sweep of the division. Oh, he's so ugly. Yeah, 3 and 0 on the road big against game. a huge. And I just can't get enough of seeing that ugly rat boy like in his whatever the what hair is that? What are you doing? <laughs> like who's telling him that looks good on that particular face? Lamar Jackson uh I, I hold the poll every year. I'm the only one who votes on it. I'm also the president and CEO of the of ugliest player in football. And he wins by a landslide every year, every year. My favorite part of yesterday in football, Lamar Jackson gets sacked, fumble. Game's pretty much over at that point, although Steelers try to make it close. Uh, sack, fumble, they get the ball. Lamar goes to the sidelines, bounces his helmet off the ground, and then puts a little ski cap on because Lamar's all about, like, you know, his image. And he takes three of those weird con- concha, what are those called? Remember those keychains, conchy keychains? Yeah. They, like, they get beads in them and stuff. Yeah. And he takes three of his little weird braids out of his ugly head. Ugly. Ugliest head in football. And he straightens out three even lines of... Meticulous. Whatever that yarn hair he's got. And he pulls it out of his little beanie to make sure he looks the part. And I'm like, you just lost the game. You threw for 50 yards. He did the, the uh, Cammy Cam uh, Gatorade. He pulled the Cammy Cam. Got to make sure when the camera hits me, I got my three weird braids out. And But there, but what you should be doing is putting that ski cap over your face because the camera doesn't need to ever see your f- ugly face, ugliest man in football. And he was sad yesterday. Makes me so happy. I am so happy. It's like you said. He's taking oh. he's taking pointers from Cammy. Oh, he's I mean, Cam- just got to he's got to have that suit and looking yeah. good. Oh, but he know. doesn't. At least Cam Newton's good looking. Yeah, uh, yeah, Cam Newton's a handsome man. He's an idiot, but he's a handsome idiot. Lamar Jackson looks like if if you met him, you'd be like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" He's like, well, "I'm fine. What's wrong?" Like you look like you've been hit by a truck in the face. I'm fine. Oh, okay. Just sleepy. That's all. You're like 27. Why do you have four sets of bags under your eyes? What's with the hair? 
Like, this is what, when I used to do that to my sister's <laughs> dolls on purpose. I'd twist, like, and wreck them. And we'd throw the dolls away when they looked like him. Well, the second it started to look like Lamar Jackson, like, this doll's broken and no good. Oh, such a happy day. Sorry, Cardinal fans, just a happy day. And Bengals fans were happy, and Cowboys fans were crying last night. The Patriots got Ooh. shut out. Ooh. I mean, it was just one of those. If you enjoy other people's sadness, God damn it was yesterday a good day. All the all the evil empire teams died. I loved it. The Cowboys getting tra- and then Bill Belichick. I don't know if it's got to be raining in New England. Oh, just, there's so many tears. It's, oh, I can't imagine it. Two, but get over it, New England. Two decades of dominance, and uh, and now you got to. They have to look. You, you have to look at it that way. Eat it. Now, here's the thing about Belichick, though. His press conference, the guys, like, what do you got to do? We just have to start over. Reset. Have you have you ever done that before? Yeah. Or what does that entail? Starting over. Like, all right. <laughs> it was that's great. Cute. That's cute if you're a Super Bowl team. If you've just lost two games in a row to the tune of 72-3, to three, that aloof, not going to talk to you act ain't going to fly. They're going to, and this is going to be the another, almost worth the 20 years dominance is to watch him get vegetables thrown at him. Like to have everybody in New England turn on Belichick will be Awesome. Do you, I mean, and then how many teams that are, uh, you know, looking for that coach? Oh, don't he have a pick of the litter? Oh, if they fire him, or right? If he yeah. Well, the worst so thing is like nobody remembers this, but Vince Lombardi's last year as a coach was with uh, the Washington Arskins. <laughs> That's right. People forget that. I forgot yeah, that. He, yeah, he left Green Bay because it's like, all right, that's enough. And he went and coached Washington and not very well. Belichick and his, uh, uh, I'll just do what I want. I don't have to talk to you. It's That's over. The, the press is now like, no, we want some answers out of you. This isn't working anymore. You, you just got shut out at home 34-0. Your mysterious system. Yeah, this, this I'm better than you, don't have to talk to you thing ain't going to fly. Just and I'm give me players, my system. Watch works. them turn on Belichick. He He's in charge of the players, best part. He can't even go, well, give me the right play. He's the guy who gets the players. He's the GM. He's the everything. Belichick built that team, and that's what he's got. Oh, oh, I'm getting half-chubbed <laughs> right now. Got a half chub. Sure, sure, the Middle East is about to explode into a nightmare. But uh, half chub. Oh, just don't blow up the earth before we see Belichick. Don't let him off the hook with some World War Three nonsense. Belichick has to go with the whole, all the mass holes turning on him. All of them. He, he ain't got it. He ain't got it no more. He ain't got it. <laughs> I can't wait. till you guys wander around 15 years from now. With your Gronk jerseys on, because you haven't had a single player since. He ain't got it. Belichick f***ed us, man. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The evil empire turned on you. year yeah. from now, Gruden. <laughs> oh, bring him on. That would be great. They would love that in Boston. A coach who got uh, chased out for one racist comment. Wasn't even that racist. Just kind of a... An assessment of somebody's face, like I did to Lamar, but I didn't make anything racial. I just hate his face. He could be any color, and I would hate him. <laughs> and I hate, let it be clear, everything about Lamar Jackson. All of it. From his toes to the weird whatever yarn grown out of his head is. He's your stalker Channing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> now, I wish I could say that, but my dad had no reason to hate stalker Channing. Ah. Uh, and I think my dad, even with that same kind of feeling, would still f- 
Lamar before Stockard Channing. There's a weird, wow. there's an odd, Man. absolute, like, yeah, he'd go gay and bang a raven before he would touch Stockard Channing. Dan needs to go see Katrina or something. Yeah, he's this got is, a this real, is a little bit ridiculous I think now. someone who looked like her, like, did something to him when he was a kid and he just won't confront him. He's from that generation where you just ignored all that yeah. stuff. I think a Stockard Channing Or clone, turned him down. Uh, maybe. That could be too, but I, I'm going to go with dry fingering of him as a child. That's what I'm going to go with for my dad. I choose that. <laughs> There's, it's it's an unreasonable amount of hate for someone. Anyway, you know what I'm going to miss today, Brady, in a big way? What's that? This. Because I've got a golden ticket. We don't have it anymore. It's gone. We don't. Because I've got a golden ticket. We were told by lawyers on uh, Friday while we were figuring out the Guns N' Roses thing. We got to give that ticket away. We can't not. We can't sit on it. So, and I said, so can we do it this way again? You can extend the contest, but we have to rewrite some stuff. And I'm like, all right. And and then also, there's like, it's a whole bunch of things to get you know the the papers in place to fly you up there. We have to have it done by Wednesday. We have to figure out a way to do it, and I don't think this is. I've got a golden ticket. I don't think this is going to fly. They said Monday we're not allowed to try. We still might, but they said we're not allowed to try till we get paperwork. <laughs> That's how contests work now. We're used to this now. So yeah, right? we understand. Right? Like, yeah, lawyers are hanging around here all the time talking about what we can and can't. Well, actually, they're what they are is a nuclear um, bomb against Fun City. So whenever we're kind of like, hey, we're fun town. We're having a good time. They're like, let's, uh, let's nuke. Let's, why is everybody smiling? Why is everyone at a radio business smiling? What's wrong with you? And they come in and wreck it. So they told us, don't do anything on Monday. So that makes me go, I'm going to give them away Monday. But we have to do it by Wednesday. Can we buy our own winner from ourselves? Can we, can we do that? No. No. Uh, you're, you're, you, no. You can't do anything. Why? You just don't. But you have to. It's basically like saying you have to give this away by Wednesday. All right, we'll do it Monday. No, you can't do it Monday or Tuesday. Do we have to do it Wednesday if you get the papers in time? Or what? Well, the whole thing has to be canceled if you don't have all of the prizes given away on Wednesday. I'm like, we're not doing that. We're not doing any of what you just said. That's the way the rule's written. Then you rewrite them. You're the one who wrote. Why do you write all these road? How are you helping me? How are you helping your own company. Anyway, so we'll figure that out. But uh, maybe later today. But right now, that doesn't mean anything, and the phones just blew up. Hey, if Guns N' Roses can move an entire <laughs> show, why can't we give away tickets right, on well, this Guns Come on. Exactly, in a day. That, it means nothing, people. We got lawyers backing us up on that. I can play that a billion times today. I don't have to give you a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean a thing anymore. I, I just miss Grandpa Joe. Anyway, let's get a wake-up song now that you've clogged up our phones and ruined them. You, you know what I'm going to do, though, do all it throughout day. the morning? Yeah, I'll do it throughout the morning. And, and no uh, one can call in with their experience over the weekend or <laughs> That's whatever. right. Every time I want you guys to be quiet, I'll just wreck the phone. ASLX trying to figure out what's going on right now because the phones in every in every studio are broken. Call us with your favorite Halloween Yeah. Let's wait for them to have a... Co- All right, everybody, call us and tell us last time you had a hangnail. And then, boom, their phone's like... Oh. Why do the phones keep hanging up on our goddamn hangnail calls? 
Uh, we'll try that. Anyway, it's 620. Give us a wake-up song. you got to probably Facebook them in right now because people are thinking that this matters, yeah. but it doesn't. I'm telling you right now, hang up the phones if you're not calling about a wake-up song because this means nothing. I got a golden ticket. Absolutely nothing. It's just screwing up Katie Kibbe and KSLX, which keeps, well, they do guess, good you know, job on keep the calm. That's hilarious. That's true. They're not helping themselves. Uh, 585-9800, that is the number to give it a try uh, and see what you can do there and give us a wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98. Wake up! It's out of control now. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. And then he set sail for the new world. (laughs) And he found an uninhabited area with no real people. There were some bipedal things called themselves indigenous. Anyway, this great man found this land. And brought it back to us in Italy, even though it's through Spain and everything. Don't worry about it. Details aren't important. And that is why today we celebrate Columbus Day. A man who discovered something that was already lived in. A true Italian. Made it better. When an Italian comes to your house and looks around and says, you guys aren't doing this right. Technically, he can take it. And that's what happened. Columbus got to the West Indies and said, what? What are you doing? What are these <laughs> savages? Build a house. These people need gravy. Where's the f- bathroom? Right. Where's the f- bathroom? And they stood there with their loincloths and their arrows. <laughs> and then the Italians made it better. And for that, you're welcome. <laughs> you turn them into earners. That's right. We made them earners. We didn't know how much they were going to love all that alcohol we brought, but... <laughs> They kind of drained us on that deal. So we're even, I think. Happy Columbus Day, everybody, from a real Italian. Brett, I'm looking at you. What Thank a day. You. What a day. Salute. He's working hard. Our forefathers who were removed from our own country and had to beg for money from Spain to take boat rides. And God knows how many people we threw off the edge of those. But imagine that ride, Brett. <laughs> Getting rid of all that evidence. Nobody found it. It's in the bottom of the Atlantic. Float over there. Have the nerve to float over there. Have the nerve to look at us and say, "What are you guys doing here? What are, you, what are we doing? We're discovering your nation. What are we doing here? What are you doing here? This is us." <laughs> and then we took it and we put a flag in it, and that was the way it used to work. Thanks for that, broad in Spain. A flag back in fourteen hundred, Spidey, was a lot like a dick. Oh, <laughs> when you stuffed it in something, it belonged to you. <laughs> flag. Our country. Dick, my country. <laughs> <laughs> no, I own it. I own it all. Here's to me. Sorry about that, natives. We Italians, we don't apologize for much, but especially this. <laughs> Happy Columbus Day, everybody. Thanks, Donnie.
nice. What a lovely man. It is Columbus Day. I should have took the day off. It is Columbus Day. I'm surprised you're here. I know. And that is... uh... You hitting the club after? Well, yeah. I mean, that. And I'll be doing some Sambuca tonight. For all the things that we get woke about, that's the one that's just like... that, that, That yarn and that sweater got pulled, and nobody can rebuild the sweater. That's like the biggest... That's a terrible thing to celebrate. <laughs> it really is. But again, back in his day, you showed up and took something. And that's how it worked. It is kind of a rotten thing. But happy Columbus Day to those of you who celebrate. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day. I think there's a lot of nerve in that, too, to just swap it out and give them a day when really your admission is, eh, we stole this. Here's a day. Go. <laughs> cool. We don't get it back. No. We're not going to do anything about it. We're just going to not say it anymore. Isn't that better? If we just change it up. If we just stop saying it, don't you guys be happy finally? Nothing about Columbus Day is comfortable as a whitey. And I'm not Italian, so. It's a fantastic day off for the bank and. Daniel Moore has my offices. Are they right? off? Yeah, they get days. I think, still, so. I think they still got. Uh, maybe not here because we replaced it. Daniel has a great thing, and this is absolutely true. So, I mean, if you're going to change the name of the holiday, it, it, calling it Indigenous People's Day is an insult. I think it should be called Massacre Monday. Every October, we celebrate the beginning of the horrible behavior that ensued that built this great nation we know today. But it was just, it's, it's based in horrible stuff. <laughs> There's nothing we can do about it other than, like, call it something else. That's what we do. We just rename things. Well, that's not called that anymore. You're no longer fat. You're big boned. That's still husky. mean. You're a husky then. All right. Uh, plus size. It's all fat. You're saying the same thing over and over. Just because you rename it doesn't mean it's still not awful. You're voluptuous. For a while there, that was a good one. You're curvy. You're curvy. You're a curvy lady. Full-figured gal. (laughs) You just call me fat in like 40 different ways. No, no, no. Fat's mean. You're big boned. (laughs) That's five fat bones? No, no, no. You know what? God damn it. Now you're average. Why did you just say, yeah, now now you're an American. (laughs) (laughs) This is Columbus's dream. Anyway, uh, this guy says, FGNR. I change the station every time it plays. Eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. Guns N' Roses emails came flying, and everybody's furious about them. Everybody's mad about everything at one point or another, but Guns N' Roses think of everything. And then the Diamondbacks said, John, just because your Cubs stunk it up and sucked doesn't mean you have to take it out on the jinx with the Diamondbacks. All this going to the NLCS talk. You're being like Bernie Mac when he's saying, take me out to the ball game during game six against the Marlins. Yeah, the Bartman game. When he said, root, root, root for the champions. And then the Cubs-Bartman thing happened one inning later. The wheels fell off. Uh, Tyson said, I've been a Diamondbacks fan for I don't know how long. I go to 20 games a year at least, never see anybody out at a bar, wearing a hat. Maybe every now and again you'll see a shirt. Uh, But Saturday night, Diamondback fans out of the woodwork. Everybody's talking about it. Where have you guys been? Tyson. Well... In order to be a fan, you have to accept the bandwagoners. It's like, a, it's like I always look at uh, bandwagon fans like the way Nirvana is. Do you want to be one of the people who liked Nirvana before and won't shut up about it? Or do you just want to be happy that the thing you liked is so popular? You know? 
I always looked at there was a girl who liked you didn't even know Nirvana before. Never mind. I knew them during Bleach. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I missed out on that. I'm going to go ahead and grab that. Thinking to myself, that's nice. They have another album I didn't know about. And she got mad that I liked them. They suck now. Metallica and the Black Album. Sold out. No, they didn't. They got huge. They wanted to make money. Now everybody likes them. And that's a good thing. That just proves you had good taste the whole time. I don't want to like them anymore. Now everyone likes them. The Diamondbacks, same thing. They've had no fans for a few years. They haven't all year this year. And now you're going to see a bunch of them come out of the woodwork. But that's how you build a fan base. It sucks. But Fairweather and uh, bandwagon fans are where it all comes back. And you start to get that passion back. And maybe this little run here, if they get through after the sweep of the Dodgers, which is inevitable, uh, and they get into the NLCS and they're a national phenomenon, which they would be, especially around here, that people would be going bananas. Eh, you get yourself some new fans. And then next year, there are less Cub fans when the Diamondbacks are in town. You got some passion. That's a good thing. It's good, like you said, it's good for the town. And it um, it's kind of cool when you see how baseball works. And even when it comes down to the playoffs. Yeah. They're going into it at a pretty yeah. high level right now. They're oh, playing really well. They're good. And you're seeing the best teams coming in uh, to their you know little realm there. Where you, you want to hit it. You got the Phillies and the uh, uh, Braves and the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. Uh, which one doesn't seem like it fits? And they're making noise. That's fun. That's fun for sports. If you don't have a dog in the race, hop in on this one. I'm not going to jump in and grab Diamondbacks gear. I'm a lifelong Cubs fan since I was four. Even before that, three. Before I could, before I could write... I was just trying to copy what was on the TV. On a, I have a notebook of things, just writing down old Jack Brickhouse. Like if I saw the score on the thing, I would try to copy. I didn't know what I was doing. I knew letters, but I didn't know how to spell. Cubs were just ingrained in me in my my youth, so that's not going away. But go get them Diamondbacks. Cubs aren't in it. I think it's kind of neat. This is a great one. Uh, it says, hey, John, I'm pretty sure kids with progeria see Lamar Jackson on Sundays and then look at each other and go, you know, it could be worse. <laughs> You'd rather have progeria than look like <laughs> Lamar Jackson. That's great. <laughs> Phenomenal. John, John, get your facts straight. Columbus and his men didn't slaughter everyone. They brought smallpox to the natives. They killed them off in Central America mostly anyway. That's true. They did. They did. He never even set foot on the mainland, so. You know, he was never in Ohio, as much as they want to say he was. Columbus, uh, never in Ohio. Never made it up there, just his Grand, His grandkid did. Right. Never made it to New York, loaded up there. Oh, I'm sure a lot of his, his uh, well, I don't know, because he was, it was a disgrace. I guess in, he got to Georgia first. It was Columbus, Georgia, but I don't know. If- Italy looks at him as a disgrace. Uh, Spain looked at him as a disgrace, and we named everything after him. But uh, there's no Columbus, Arizona, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> there's some, there's some uh, uh, Hamas-Israeli talk going on that's comparing Columbus to this, too. It's like, Jesus, yeah. Well, we've done it all over the world. Everybody's stolen land from somebody. We're sitting on it. You're soaking in it. Uh, by the way, Friday, I rode my bike to work on Friday. So, naturally, I would have to ride my bike home Friday afternoon. Think of, before I tell you this story, think of what has to occur on the planet to align itself to what I'm about to say. 
Put yourself in a metaphysical state. Put yourself in a, I can't, I can't imagine how small we all are for this to occur. For things to intersect the way they do when this story is told. Is, is, I can't imagine if I said a trillion to one, it would be, it, that's not enough. I don't, there isn't a, a bajillion, one of those kid numbers, bajillion, million, trillion, zillion to one shot that this happened. I am 51 years old and two months. Okay? I have never been stung by a bee in my life. Uh, me neither. Ever. Knock on wood, no. You're the only one left in the room. Oh. Dressed as a bee, Friday, essentially, in my Steelers shorts, shirt, <laughs> and pants. I was riding home, dressed as a giant bee, essentially. Right up uh, 52nd Street here, as I'm leaving, some uh, worker. Holmberg! I'm like, yeah, how do you recognize me? Because I'm dressed like a giant bee. I'm a, I'm, I talk about the Steelers a lot Friday, a Steeler day, wear my Steeler gear. Yay! Off to a great start to the ride. First thing I hear is support from LGE community. Love it. Cooking right along, get to McDowell, make a left on McDowell. Right up to 48th Street where the Green Belt is. Now, 48th Street, Green Belt will take you all the way to Indian School. It's great. I'm cooking. It's a beautiful day. A beautiful day. I am a little bit self-conscious of the fact that I'm 51 years old in two months and I'm dressed like a mentally retarded 12-year-old. Uh, high school my, Friday. Yeah, it's high school Friday. <laughs> I, I have... I have not reached maturity enough to recognize that being outside and uh, look in swim trunks that say Steelers on the side of them. It was a full out. I look like uh, if the Steelers lost the Super Bowl, I look like every African the next year. I mean, all the Steelers. There stuff goes that, a DUI guy. Yeah, <laughs> I was complete <laughs> DUI guy going up the thing. I'm going about 15, 16 miles an hour. I got a good clip, not crazy, but a nice ride going. And I mean, it's just going right along. This is nice. Perfect out. Suddenly, I am, I hear, in my head, I I make this noise. What? (laughs) A bee flew directly into my ear hole. Oh. Swish. Wow. At me going this way and him going this way. And in my head is the loudest, like an alarm clock buzz. And I make a noise back and I'm... Flopping around on the bike, and I'm getting stung. <laughs> this thing is lighting me up oh. <laughs> in my ear. I'm jamming them deeper into my ear with my finger, not knowing what the hell this is, because you just hear that noise. You're like, get it out, get it out. So I'm right, I'm about to crash. I have to straighten the bike. I got my finger smashing a bee in my ear. It's stuck in there. Didn't hit your finger? No. He'd already done his damage. Oh. So it was in- internal. Look, I feel sorry for him. He was just doing the same thing. He probably left his work, and somebody goes, hey, Holmberg. Tunnel. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> and then they're like, what the hell is And goes right into the hole. And I mean, didn't bounce around into the ear hole. Like, it's perfect. Perfect shot. Didn't, it didn't rattle. I squished him in my ear. and But I felt like, because I heard that buzz, when he was in my ear, all he heard was, the vibration. The scream he heard was ten times worse than the buzz I heard. And that dude lit me up. In, and he tactical in, blacked your ass. In, oh, he did. Well, he was an attacker. That's the only thing he could move. His legs were stuck in wax. Yeah. And and just, in my head, I'm boom. thinking, yeah, oh, I didn't. I hadn't cleaned for a couple of days. It's probably true. So, all I'm boom. thinking is he thought, the queen is free. 
and she's huge. Like he sees this bee riding down the road. <laughs> we got to get her. I, I, I've never, I've never, you could, how many, nobody's had this happen. I, I think I'm the only person on the planet I've, yep. who's had a single bee go in their ear at 50. I'm going forward. If I was stationary and a bee flew in my ear, it would still be a rough shot. But we intersected it's serendipity. Our worlds collided quite literally in my ear hole. So then I'm riding along, and my ear is on fire. He fell Scale out of Scale of 1 ear. to 10, how's your first sting pain? Uh, scary. 10. Okay. <laughs> 10, Brady, because I, I don't know what it was. Is that what it was is? Was it a murder hornet? It's still in there. It's just squished now. And I've got my head sideways, hoping it doesn't fall into my head, my throat, my nose and stuff. So I got my head sideways. I'm doing that That's pool. Music. Pool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a perfect song. This is me. <laughs> I hope there's somebody out there on that green belt who was in their backyard or whatever that heard this. Or rim camera or something. And peeked <laughs> over the fence to a guy losing his mind. And you have no idea why. Because he didn't see a bee or a fight. He saw a single individual, retarded boy, dressed up as Marquise Pouncey, trying to ride his bike and going, and just smashing himself in the head. Please let there be a video of this out there somewhere of the most unbelievably mentally challenged human being. So the bee finally tumbles out the correct way. And he lands on my shoulder, and I mushed him good. Get to Indian school, and now I've got tears running down my left eye because I'm just pouring out of my head. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, I'm allergic. Does my heart feel okay? So now I'm I'm panicked. (laughs) So my ear starts to swell. And I'm like, I'm in big trouble. Like, I've got another six miles to go. What do you got? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nuno Betancourt. I got this, uh, I got about six and a half, seven miles to go still. And my ear starts to puff up internally. Ooh. And there's no getting. Yeah. That's, so I'm, oh. again, at the light, if someone saw the mentally retarded 50-year-old dressed up as Marquise Pouncey in his, in his special clothes... With a finger just... Steelers freaking just, out. But I'm, I I wasn't paying attention to what was going on. Smashing my index finger into my ear going... Ugh, uh, trying to pop this giant stinger thing that was stuck inside my ear. So there's people at a light watching, watching me pull up to the light, look around, and then just jam my finger and clearly in pain, crying, smashing my finger into my ear. Ugh, what the... What the... F- going on with that guy <laughs> honey roll the windows up that guy's insane which one the retarded one in the corner there with his finger <laughs> in his brain i was one dressed like the little boy yes what's wrong with it so i get on the canal and now i feel like i'm having a heart attack <laughs> so i'm like i'm dying i'm gonna Sting's die I'm gonna in. i instead of having a bottled water because we didn't have any here at the building i had a can of liquid death not thinking once you crack that can open. Not the smoothest switch out from the drink holder to a can of liquid death. So it's spilling all over the place. I get it out and I'm like, well, this is the only thing I've got right Splash now. It. The coolest pain is to pour water oh, in my ear hole. Oh, oh man. Still <laughs> or sparkling? It was the bubbly. <laughs> so it's like Perrier in my ear. That loosened up the stinger. But then I, now I got water. Like, just, I, I'm a mess. A disaster. And I feel, I feel like that is the, like I'm, I, I'm for 51 years I've been dodging bee stings. <laughs> this is how it all ends. <laughs> so 
I get home. I go on the internet in a pure panic. Left eye still just bleeding water. And I said, what are you doing? No, I hit the way? wrong song. Oh, I see what I was going to say. <laughs> oh. Oh. Anyway, so I'm, I got this gunk flying out of my eye. And I looked online and said, what do you do when you get stung in the ear hole by a bee? Yeah. And it said, wait 24 hours. So now I'm in panic mode for a full day. <laughs> I'm scared of everything for a full day. Jeez. But I couldn't stop laughing either because... That cut into the solo weekend, opening oh, weekend. So, yeah, yeah. Well, this is... See, and that's the other thing. Uh, nobody's at home. Megan's in, uh, with her mom on a vacation. So there's a chance that you guys would have found out today that I was dying because I just don't show up to work. Or I guess it would have happened yesterday when Sunday everybody shows up for Steelers games. My corpse, my bloated, bee-stung corpse. You know, that's how that kid from... Uh, Macaulay Culkin died in that movie of the Beast. Oh, that's right, yeah. my girl. Yeah. My girl. That's right. It was. It was so now you know you're not allergic. Good news comes from this is that I'm not allergic. Bad news is I didn't realize that was possible. And I don't want it again. I have a new fear of of this being a thing that Brady's God will chuck stinger animals into your head. That's the second one that I I've gotten second uh, one time that I've heard in like an internal sting. Oh, like a mouth. But I mouth I had one nose one time. Did it fly in while you were moving? Nope. That's the craziest part. Yeah, that's. Did you go directions. buy a lottery ticket after that? Yeah, I did. Two hundred dollars worth. Nice. Lost, lost it all. <laughs> it's 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 remarkable. So to that B and his family, I am sorry, but he tried to nine eleven my head, and I'm still standing. But I'm. He was flying, minding his own business. Like, I'm life. going to bang the queen. What are they gonna That's go back? My job. That's I got my job. Pollen on my feet. She's gonna be so happy with me. <laughs> What's this? Sting it! Sting it! It's killing me. And I thought bees could only sting you once. As soon as uh, yeah, that, I thought the stinger's out. This, they're done, right? This, once they no, this mother they can remove it. Hit me. They have to five times at least. Just like five needles. I felt every one of them. Like, and I smashing them with my finger in my ear hole. There's no worse feeling. And I heard his little death gurgle. I'm pretty sure that was real. Taking a bath on this one. What the hell is this thing? And he just flew into a little dark trap. I, I don't know what was going on. But yeah, dressed as a bee, mauled by a bee. Man. And I'm still here, everybody. That's right. Clean ears. Clean ears. Clean your ears. Actually, That's, don't clean Don't ears, dress probably. like a bee yeah, on a bike. Don't, don't, in the middle of a daytime of a nice day, don't dress like a bee. I'm just dressed <laughs> just like a bee. Yellow and black flying around. Horrible. Horrible fear. But what are they? I mean, honestly, I want some Vegas guy to tell me the odds of that happening. And I'm t- I, I, I know speeds on bikes because I have a little, uh, 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 what do they call it, a speedometer on my uh, electric one. So I've gotten to where I'm like, oh, that's what this feels like. That's what 15 miles an hour. And I probably clip around about 15, 20 most of the time when I'm cooking. 15 miles an hour. I mean, didn't bounce, didn't land on me first, right in. Uh, here's your uh, here's your facts on uh, getting stung by a bee. Uh, right. It says, uh, according to risk analysis, the Harvard School of Public Health, your chance of being stung by a bee is 6 million to 1. You're twice as likely to be struck by lightning than stung by a bee. All right. We're going to Vegas this is week. Is that real? <laughs> Despite the low risk, sting, stinging insects send 500,000 people to the hospital every year. In the United States, 6 million to 1 is more than lightning? I guess, yeah. Twice as likely seems, to be twice, so you're only two. Seems crazy. 
three million to one to get struck by lightning? Well, so now, now look up going to the hospital. You'd think so. What are your? Uh, you're not allergic to lightning. Yeah, I guess most people. <laughs> <right here. laughs> I am. I hate to. I hate to imagine that. Oh no, I'm not allergic to this. I'll walk around here with my giant stick. Uh, what are the odds of it's six million to one to just get stung by one? What are the odds that one flies to an individual one, not like a swarm where I got attacked? And yeah, all my that got that stung. one is Powerball numbers. It's, tr- it's trillions it's be. to one. You, if you even took like a bee. And had him in a tunnel, and my job was to get um, to get up to 15 miles an hour, like Back to the Future, and ride, and then have my ear intersect with that tunnel, and you try to time blowing the bee through the straw into my ear. You'd miss, you'd miss every single time. Direct, it hurt my throat. He hit it so hard, he hit the whole of my ear. So I text you guys immediately, like guys, trillion to one day on the ride home. You're not gonna believe this. We had to sit all weekend. Yeah, the, I know. I know. Sitting on our hands. The, I knew there wasn't anything death. death <laughs> well, about no, because I was texting. Yeah, yeah. Way, way to go, Sherlock. <laughs> well, I know he's not dead. No, so but I thought I part. thought maybe there was a uh, a wreck of some sort that because no. you, you usually lead with something like that. You're not gonna believe this. Oh, I'd have just shown you pictures if there was dead people. I saw. There's no pictures of this unless you have a ring camera that was operating on your back porch. To watch a mentally retarded 50-year-old dressed as a 9-year-old Steelers fan on a bicycle, clearly DUI, screaming and smashing himself in the side of his head. If you do have that video, you may have a chance at the golden ticket. (laughs) If you have video of that, I'll fly you on your set jet flight by yourself. I'll get a whole second flight. And If you have video of me smashing myself in the head after that, it can't be explained. Like, if there's somebody out there, they just saw a guy smiling, just smiling, enjoying his day, and then suddenly goes, and then loses his mind. Head's turned. He's beaten on the side of the Nobody saw the bee go in. No one. So if there was anybody on the green... Oh, and then when I first rode on to the green belt on 48th Street... There's some dude methed out right there. No, that's what they're seeing you. Because there was a dude shooting up. I've never seen that before. There was a guy... taking that needle. One in the afternoon. Both got stung. He got stung, too. His was a little more voluntary. But he's got a little makeshift tent he built out of his coat, put it up against a tree, and he's sitting back there, and I'm watching him. He's tied off, and coming down the hill onto the thing, and I'm looking, and I'm like... That guy's shooting up right there in the middle of the green belt at one in the afternoon, two o'clock. Something like that. Because you're looking. Quack! Yeah. And you know who's to blame for this? Guns and Roses. <laughs> How did this come because up? Because Guns and Roses is to blame. 30 minutes prior to me leaving, I was going to leave. But then the GNR news came down that they were effing all the things. So I had to sit through a couple of little chats. To say, what are we going to do with all this? What do we do with the team? I'm like, well, we're just screwed. And so there was a, a delay. I was, I had the bike. I was walking out the door. I leaned it up on the wall. Went back into Larry's office for a little bit. Chatted. I had a talk uh, with uh, uh, Ben. And off we went. 30 minutes later. If Guns N' Roses weren't such assholes, I'd have left 30 minutes earlier. And that B would have been in Avondale. They would have never made it all Long the way. Long gone. Long gone. We would have missed each other. Isn't that crazy? And when you really think of how small we all are and how little bees are. You could have had your own bee, John Holmberg, a sliding doors movie. If you would have left a little earlier, how your life would have continued on without That's that. right. If I'd have left earlier, what would have happened? I'd probably get hit by a car. So yeah. Guns N' Roses might have saved my life, too. But that's, that's just a negative way to think about it. It's crazy. 
So there is uh, how I lost my bee virginity. Never been stung in my life. You did it in style. Did I ever? It might be the greatest bee sting story of all time. Aside from people who are attacked in hives. And that also made me think of those guys when you see a man was attacked by a swarm. And they get in your nostrils and your ears. That's awful. There you go. Here's your uh, statistics. What does it say? The, uh, there's, no, there's more chance of being struck by lightning than death from a bee sting. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. I see. In the U.S., you're more likely to die from the flu than bee stings. Sure. If lightning uh, kills more people every year than... Oh, even lightning kills more uh, people than bee stings every year. 20,000 people in the USA die from the flu on average. 90 people are killed every year by lightning. Death from a traffic accident is ridiculous. So bees are how many? Like if it's if there's 90 people killed by bees, it has to, or uh, by lightning, and it's you're twice as likely. You're like 45. In the year 2000, the WHO World Health Organization, 54, 54 deaths. So somewhere between 40 and 60 annually. Well, See, not me. Oh, I'm not really good. worried about. It. I just I, I had that streak you're going. Good. After a while, I was like, I got a streak. You're like the Susan Lucci. But I think what you need to do with your kids is get them stung by bees now because I didn't realize it. But 51 is too late to try to figure out if you're allergic to bees. Because <laughs> you've got too much on your mind. You've worked too hard in life to sit and think, is this it? You, you should know. Like, am I or am I not allergic to bees? We should require a bee sting party for all five-year-olds. That would be interesting to see of the 54 deaths that they have, like what the age group is. It's all like half-crippled old people and, like, really emaciated youth. Probably mostly vegans. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, that's true. I think one thing I learned from it was bee sting parties. I, I regret my streak of 51 years and two months. Brett's coming up on He's a year behind. Uh, You're right behind me. I hope it happens to you the same well, way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, it's like On the motorcycle. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh. Wear that bucket. I don't know how I didn't crash the bike. Yeah, I'm surprised. I one-armed it the whole way, but uh, please, God damn it, with all the video footage in the world, there's got to be one of me losing my mind on that bike for a good 2,000 feet. Screaming. Dude's out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, he was, lo- he was cooking along just fine, and then out of nowhere, lost his mind. It's like the old Brian Regan thing when you walk through a spider web. Yeah. And somebody sees you, and you're just normal, and then all of a sudden you're like, blah, blah. <laughs> Look at that, honey. That guy's going crazy. He's on drugs. I just, It was nuts. So get your kids stung today because it was way too much worry for no reason for about 10 hours on a Friday evening. <laughs> Sitting there watching OP Live the whole night going, uh, do I feel right? <laughs> I don't think I do. Anything. If I got like a little cramp, I'm like, this is it. Here's the reaction. This is, this is how it ends. This is my <laughs> liver's going. Nothing. I was fine. But my ear did swell up. That little prick. And I feel bad for him. I had no beef with that bee. And he with me. We we we, might, we were dressed the same. We might as well have been great friends. And he maybe was attracted to me. And again today, well, look at me. It's Victory Monday. You didn't learn. <laughs> I'm wearing a TJ Watt jersey. I'm in my bee clothes again. What are the odds? <laughs> well, let's take a look. If you get stung <laughs> if again. If I get stung today in the ear hole, like in my urethra. They're going to have to change those stats. It's insane. Right in the ear hole. Yeah, I'm going to have to go to the hospital and just go, not for nothing. I'm not allergic, but come on. I got to be in the Guinness book. This has to be a Guinness win. 
Nobody's ever been hit directly in the ear hole by a single bee. Ever. Eh, crawling around or getting in your ear, whatever. But they always talk about earwigs and spiders and laying eggs and all that. Yeah, cockroach. Let me tell you what, your ear, more than capable of sucking up a bug real fast. Real easy, too. You guys want to see something hilarious? Watch the phones. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's pointless. Boy, what a it has no meaning. Anyway, hate the bees. Brett, you're on the clock. 51 Man. years and talk. two months is the record. They hate olive oil. He's got to <laughs> shoot right through him. Shoots out the other ear hole. Oh, something just shot through my head. They know better. What's going on over here? Worse still, with the bee sting ear fear going on. <laughs> already is that Brady the Bee? <laughs> yes. Somebody's already done a Photoshop of Brady the Bee living. But uh, no, just jam him right in the ear. He didn't even stand on the little ear part. <laughs> I was trying on my uh, dresses Friday with my swollen ear for the Night of the Singing Dead coming up here on the 27th, 28th. Your dresses, huh? Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, it looks good. Oh, it looked good. I, I was actually pretty happy the way I was filling that thing out. I look a lot like who I'm going to portray. Well, we have similar builds. <laughs> legs. Let me tell you this. Yeah, oh, her legs are bigger than mine. But uh, Trying to find a size 14 and a half pump in a woman's shoe, it ain't easy, man. Kirby's going to be in flats for a long time. Let me just say that because giant-footed women and pumps, it's, it's just, I'm working. So one of the nights of uh, Night of the Singing Dead, I will be very sexy, but it will remind me of B-Day. You think Caitlyn gets custom? Caitlyn's got to have bigger feet than me. Has to. Like, There's got to be a Bruce source. Jenner's like 6'4". But they're probably really expensive. Well, before he passed, Bruce was 6'4", 225 yeah. on a good day. That's at least a 13 or 14 in men's. Uh, I'm 12 and a half, 12. Pretty regular. Uh, with Nikes, at least. New Balance, sometimes I'm a 13. With high heel pumps and stuff, I don't know. It's tough finding size 14 lady shoes. Oh, Caitlin's only a size 13. All right, so we're about the same. Yeah. But she's still got to put those pumps on. Those are 15s. That's a big bitch. Wide. <laughs> 15 wide. She's, shoes are 15. Oh, and they're wide from all that running and splatting around in track and field back before she killed that guy. Just go down to KDKB. One of their listeners will be able to give <laughs> you, know you, what? That's you a know, good idea. let you know where I'll to have go. I'll have Mo do a, uh, like a little goodwill of your size 14 <laughs> women's pumps. Tell John I've got him covered in every color. <laughs> and I don't want him to be flimsy either because I need some strong heels. So I get that ready. But yeah, swollen ear, cauliflowered ear, dress, high heels. It was an interesting Friday. I shouldn't. I shouldn't live alone. That's for sure. That is. Uh, I need a caretaker, just for dressing me mostly. But that concludes the B story. <laughs> Brett's on the. It, clock. Was, it was very interesting Thank because you. it's like I got something to tell you on on Monday. Just wait, and then there's a video of you in the dress. dress. I'm like, uh, something's going on here. <laughs> I've Looks been alone. Like we've got an announcement. I've been alone for about four hours. There's a lot going on. Uh, here's a video of me just being alone in a dress. The dress, by the way, 
I get it. Trans community. I put it on thinking I'd just try it on. I left it on for about an hour. It's nice. It it was... You felt sexy? No. I just oh. felt good. It's like when I decided to stop wearing underwear. You're like, this is better. Having nothing underneath there. And uh, like just a... It's pretty awesome. Ladies, you complain about clothes. That's... The dress thing is gold. I get why Scotsman and Irish wear those kilts on. That makes sense. Feels nice. There's a breeze. Are you going to have the Petrus cans in, too, and everything? Are no, you gonna... no, no. Not for this lady. Just going flat-chested? Just pecs. <laughs> Got to work some chest on that. Got to <laughs> yeah. cut some lines because she had some pecs. You might have to cycle up by then. I think I might have to hit one. It's only two and a half weeks out. We got, I got some work to do. Might have to do some drawing on there. She had, she had a... Very uh, cut, athletic build. But, yeah, the dress was solid. The pump's a little questionable. The ear probably won't be as bad. <laughs> but we're ready to go. 27th, 28th. We got the 27th, I believe, is uh, uh, CB Live in Scotts, or in uh, Desert Ridge. And the 28th is down. Or, no, it's the other way. It's the other way. Tw- 27th is downtown. 28th is CB Live. We're doing two shows. I, I don't know why. They asked us to do two. We're like, okay, we'll do that. So we got to sell them both. You guys got to promise me to sell them both. (laughs) Why? What a day. (laughs) Just screw up everybody's day. Uh, What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Wake up song time. And, of course, it's brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Our buddies over there getting you guys ready to get that bike uh, back out on the trails with uh, $10 off a full tune-up. When you mentioned KUPD, uh, they got bikes on sale right now from Santa Cruz and Kona, and they're having their big sidewalk sale coming up on the 21st. So they got all kinds of demos and everything going on there on the ski and snow side. So that's going on October 21st at Action Ride Shop. Just go to the website, actionrideshop.com. They'll give you all the details right there. Uh, on the list, we got the Orgy, the Hives, Megadeth, Soil Work, Faith No More, Mud Vein, Deftones, Five Finger, Anthrax, I Prevail. And then uh, we also got two for Guns N' Roses, uh, Skid Row Monkey Business and uh, Body Counts the Ski Mask Way, because it seems like they're just trying to rob everybody. Yeah. Well, it is definitely, uh, yeah, GNR Ski Mask and their money right out of your hands. That's such a, what a garbage thing they pulled here. Uh, You pick it, Brett. I don't care. I like all of these. Uh, Depends on how much you want a ninja finger, because the Ski Mask Way's got a bunch of F-bombs. I'll tell you this. The Hives Countdown to Shutdown's about as fun as it gets. Yeah. And since I took one out of the hive, we'll go ahead and run with that. All right. That is a great song. I get addicted to that. What are you doing, Brady? Brady's listening to music on his own over there on his phone. What'd you do? Radio videos. Yeah. Oh, he's testing out his videos already. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I did fall for it for half a second, but a guy emailed me and said, Sophia Vergara porn. I'm like, ooh. And then he included the story about how they couldn't do anything about it until Modern Family was over and. They've kept under wraps. I'm like, good, 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 good. Click. Mm. Bad factory video. Oh. I'm like, I fell for it, you sons of bitches. He's yeah, the same. He does it to me yeah. with Margot Robbie. Yeah. He got me. So I watch Sophia Vergara Pern. I'll take my chances on that every time. But in the meantime, I. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything anymore. Uh, all right. Ready? Do you have it? I don't. I can oh, get Toledo it. King. Where, where is I'll it? get it. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, hang on. Countdown to Shutdown is about as cool as it gets. The highs are fun. And then I was going to go see Avenged Sevenfold last night, and Sunday night shows are just impossible. Drinking during football, during the morning, Steelers pull off a huge win against uh, uh, Lamar uh, Progeria Jackson. 
Pateria Jackson. Whoop. Uh. And then, so I was drinking, and I had to recover from drinking, and I get back, and I just didn't have it in me. I, I wanted to, and I didn't make it, and I kind of regret it. I'm sitting here Monday, well-rested, but... And also, Larry was taking his daughter, and I was going to go with them, and I think that got You weird. don't want to be a third wheel? And a daughter brought a friend. Oh, like, hey, there I you know, go. I know. So Larry had a date, and I had a date, and it was, like, really Look weird. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. His daughter's awesome. He's a really sweet girl. And it's like, I just don't want to be. That was your friend. Uncle weirdo. <laughs> and plus, I'm trouble because Larry's daughter and him are, you know, I would have bought her beer. She's only 18, but I would have been. As you should. On, it's a concert. You buy an 18-year-old kid a beer, and then the next thing, you know, Larry's like, no, she's not drinking. I don't Sneak know. a bottle of Boone's Hill in there. Oh, oh the with you. Boone. Strawberry Hill. Strawberry Hill. Yeah. Or my personal favorite, Wild Island. <laughs> That's the one that got in my urethra. Oh, really? It created a terrible UTI. Don't get Boone's Farm in your urethra, kids. The more you know. Bee sting or uh, Boone's Farm in your urethra? Uh, <laughs> bee sting. <laughs> Boone's Farm made me almost kill myself. I didn't know what to do. I had to go to the doctor, and he did that pipe cleaner up my urethra. Oh. That's the day he told me. you got a rather large urethra. You have to be careful about getting things in here. And I was actually happy to hear it. I'm like, all right. And then this old Navy doctor, he's like, doesn't mean you have a big penis, though. Oh. <laughs> thanks for wrecking it, thanks for Thanks for bringing me up and then knocking me down. Uh, you got it? Yeah, I got the it. The hives. I like this one a ton. Watch the video, too. If it was, if videos were still important, this song would win video of the year. It's just a cool, it would have made the song ten times cooler. It's just an awesome song. Uh, and I'm digging the hives. The hives. <laughs> It's out of control now. Look at that. Metallica. That's a band that knows how to put a show together. He's got an email from a guy who was out at uh, Power Trip this weekend. That was the big... Uh, was it Maiden and Guns N' Roses and ACDC and Tool and Metallica and... Man, huge. Have you seen the pictures of Angus Young from ACDC, by the way? No. Google it. He's no longer... Uh, he's let himself go gray. He's like George Clooney now up there? No. Oh. He's like Edgar Winter's uglier little brother. He looks like he's a thousand years old. He never looked good to begin with. I see. But he's always kind of kept the... It is silver hair. And it was like, oh, my goodness. Angus, don't make us feel this way. We're going to see you and dance. And I'm, I got an email from a guy that said, Guns N' Roses stunk at Power Trip. They were very late for their set, too. ACDC stole the whole weekend. Iron Maiden was okay, too. There you go. You don't need to see Guns N' Roses. Still, then, Angus is bringing the Silver Fury now. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you find out Brian Johnson was 80 years old on Friday, and then did you see yeah, it? He looks better than Angus. Yeah. Oh, Angus looks just <laughs> so strange to see him. In. Wow. Uh, He's still bobbing? I don't know what that is. He looks like Ben Franklin. <laughs> and he's still kicking it, though. He's still it doing is. it. It's like a composer. That's just Yeah, a- he just lost his mind, and a composer decided to pretend to be Angus Young for the weekend. Is that... Still crushing it, but it looks like Ben Franklin in a pair of uh, schoolboy knickers. 
No, no. Happy Columbus Day, everybody. That's kind of like when Jimmy Page did the same thing. He went all white and wound up looking like George Washington. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like our money. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, Guns N' Roses evidently poor reviews there. So as we've said since they pulled this uh, crap with us, f- Guns N' Roses. Uh, no reason to go to their show Wednesday. They tried to screw you and get you to buy tickets again yesterday. Garbage. Garbage, I tell you. Uh-oh, Toledo's got purpose. What's on? Oh, I thought you were coming, storming in with news. My Angus Young news? Yeah, I didn't know if you had an Angus Young story you want to share. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you the other news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report, and it's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. Uh, the calendars are out. I want to tell you about that. 2024 Hooters calendar features 19 Arizona Hooters girls. Avery, Olivia, Brady was there. Yeah. Yeah. In it? Nope. nope. Got hosed again? Yeah, two years in a row. Brady Man. goes to the shoots, gets involved in them. So and then, one of my better shoots, too. This past year, I really... I thought you really put a lot in it. Yeah, you didn't look creepy at all. every year that you're not yeah. in it. Oh, it's the best one. <laughs> oh, you should have seen it. <laughs> Nothing about those girls surrounding a... I don't know why they don't include me. A sun-drenched Wilford Brimley. I don't know why that's not getting in the calendar. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, get that calendar, because uh, each calendar includes $150 worth of coupons. So you get a 2024 calendar from Hooters today for sixteen ninety nine. You head on in there, say, I want that calendar, I want them coupons, I want some wangs. And thanks for the Brady Report. Wings. Brady reported. Wings. Wings. <laughs> wings. I say, it does sound like I'm saying that. I want some wangs in my mouth. After wearing that dress this weekend, I was kind of questioning point, yeah. it. <laughs> it. did sound like wangs today. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy, of course, Columbus Day. That's right. Indigenous People Day. And Insulting. National Kick Butt Day. Kick Butt Day? Yeah. Kick ass. You know, what are you, like, second grade? <laughs> Kick butt day. Davis and Button. <laughs> Check it out. That dude over there from the Hooters counter won't cuss. <laughs> yeah, it's like kick ass. Kick butt day. Couple of basis fun facts. New Jersey is the densest state in the U.S. You mean dumbest? Densest. Dumbest? Population. Oh. 1,263 people per square mile. Alaska is the least dense state. One person per square mile. It cost eight and a half cents to produce a $100 bill. So they're not worth the full 100 off the showroom floor. <laughs> the last movie from a major studio with mono sound instead of stereo. Last movie with mono sound. I'll surprise you. It was 1982. Oh. E.T.? No way. 82. No. Hmm. Chariots of Fire had a big soundtrack on Golden Pond. 82. Is it like Reds? an Oscar winner? Like no. A, no. Oh, it wasn't like a big movie. Gremlins? Oh, I mean. What uh, is it? Conan the Barbarian. Oh, man. <laughs> Mono sound was just because the dude knew one Arnold. word of English. In the dialogue. Yeah. It's not exactly a movie based in sound. The oldest player in NBA history is a guy named Nate or Nat Hickey, sorry. He was the coach of the team, the Providence Steamrollers, in 1948. He was 46 years old when he uh, activated himself for two games, scored two points. <laughs> All right, Nat. I'm was Nat, was Nat just watching a bunch of Jews run around the court going, I can whip these boys and I'm 60. Just give me a chance. 
the Sapistine boys really not understanding this maniacal devil basketball played by our Negro warrior, Nate. <laughs> the steamrollers are down. Nat yeah. put himself in. That's it. I'm checking in. Leroy Jenkins! He just busts out onto the court. I can't imagine that. That was a very good team. Last Wednesday was the big uh, emergency alert test where phones were blaring all yeah. over the place. Well, there were some people that got in trouble yeah, and jail. were shunned. Uh, <laughs> Do you see the jail? Killer? That's how they caught a bunch of guys in jail who aren't supposed Have to have it, phones because yeah. their alarms went off. The other community <laughs> that got rocked about finding out who had phones is in uh, Pennsylvania, the Amish community. Oh, Jebediah had a phone and it went off. And uh, well, it's kind of on us too. They put it out two minutes early. People were probably prepared for it, but they say now friends and family are dealing with the backlash, finding out. Oh, your <laughs> son had one, or your dad. Let me ask you this. Yeah, who'd they report it to? <laughs> Why do we know about it? If the Amish have a problem with electronics and we know about it. I'll One tell of them you, John, the that's beans. a great question. Yeah, it is Harrison a great Ford. Question. Former <laughs> Amish right. person. Harrison Ford, that's who. Breaking Breaking Bad Amish person. John Book. Uh, put it on TikTok. Oh. So, But still, he had to hang, he's still hanging out with them. Yeah, he still has buddies in the community, yeah. and they're the ones that got in trouble. No, he's the bad They're on the down low. Yeah. I think it's time we just admit that that didn't work and move on from the Amish. Like, isn't it time that they, I know you're stubborn and you're like, no, our way is the best way, but come on. Amazon, you guys aren't using that? You're <laughs> you have to cheating yourselves out of a good life. A new poll ranked various accents across a bunch of different categories. Everything from which ones we find sexiest to the ones that we just uh, think sound funny. All over Here's the world. What America just... has to say the sexiest accent is Australia. Australian. The rest of the top five, Scottish, English, Irish, and Scottish. French. Scottish Irish. is one of the most harsh uses of the English language ever. Thanks to Outlander, probably, would be a big influence. Oh, but that's, not, but that's not a, that's not a true Scottish accent. No, it's not like... That's the romantic hey, one. What are you? Would you like to make love later? <laughs> I would very much like to insert myself inside you. I even said that to Lisa because Lisa watched yeah. that show, and I'm like, that's, that's not, not how they talk. Open your hole. <laughs> They're gross. There's no, like, classiness to that language or accent. The ex- Open your legs. Let me see that hole. Hey, <laughs> that's nice. I could cozy up to that for a couple of minutes. The accent we find least sexy? Boston. <laughs> Number two. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Number one, New York. New York's pretty bad, too, but I put Boston, I put Boston up. And then they... Uh, Flipped around on the most annoying accent. Boston, number one. New yeah. York, number two. It depends on the New York. Is it that Washington Heights, uh, Puerto Rican New York? You like Which, that one. I like that movie, but the Puerto Rican New York accent is really grating. It's, it's very Boston. Rosie Perez, isn't it? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're not saying words. You're just making sounds, and you're driving me nuts. If you didn't have those cans and that giant hair, I wouldn't even be close to you. The most confident accent, British, British, yeah. is Boston. That's well, it. they are confident. It is confident, sound, but they, they being stupid. New Zealand <laughs> accent is next, then German, 
For confidence? Yeah. Yeah, German accent's pretty. You better listen when they start getting serious. Smartest sounding accent? British. British. British and German ranks second. Yeah. German's just threatening. German's just business. It's just straight on. Like, we are getting things done. The funniest accent in the world? Japan. Japan. Canadian. Uh, That is because they do sort of sound Scottish is second. Right. Then Australian. Japanese isn't funny to anyone anymore? Oh, come on! (laughs) The most romantic, most seductive, most beautiful accent overall. Spanish. French. French. I like the Spanish because they encourage you to lisp. (laughs) I have come all the way from Barcelona. Barcelona? No, no, it's Barcelona. Barcelona. No, it's not. I've got a quick wild world. All right, go. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is Wild Wild World. (laughs) A poll was asking people if they're squishers. Excuse me? Whoa. When it comes to the bug world, I did. They say Friday. the average person encounters a bug five times a week. I thought you meant, uh, you know, in the shower through the graded yeah. drain. <laughs> That's a stomp. stomper. That's a waffle stomper, not a squisher. 20% said they would uh, much rather report it and let someone else do the squishing. So they asked women. The survey found that we're more, li- more likely to squish a bug if we find it inside our home. Sure. But 12%, one in eight people say they feel it's their duty to catch and release it. Take it outside. It depends on the bug. I don't want to make a I've big mess. And, it's only, and I'm still only thinking of me. If I squish it and it's going to be harder to clean up squished, I try to save it. Isn't Megan a oh, she's and a, no, she's a catch and release in a big way, but she's a cup over the bug until John gets home. <laughs> and that'll sit there for days sometimes. I had that. The top bugs we immediately eliminate. Roach. Cockroaches, number one. Beetles, centipedes. Scorpions. 16% say they usually squish the spiders. Yeah, they're, they're messy. Spiders are gross to clean up. Scorpions is a whole new world. I never yeah. experienced oh. a cor- scorpion until 19 years ago. It's, yeah, when you start, when you have a problem with them, when I moved into the house I'm in now. The I first, catch them and release them. First year was awful. You were inside. hunting them. You what were just shipping them with your golf club. <laughs> inside the house. I'm like, Man, get out. I got so angry at them for a while, I'd take scissors out and cut their tails off, punch them up against a wall with a boxing glove. I looked like, talk about <laughs> looking like a lunatic. I'd stand outside with a boxing glove on one hand, scissors in the other, a black light in my mouth. <laughs> Find them on the wall, clip the tail, and punch them up against the wall. It was the you best. Had a handful of diatomaceous, diatomaceous earth, and I turned my house into a powdered <laughs> donut the first month I lived there. You, you drove by my house, it just looked like like mimes were smashed up against the wall. That's your wild, wild world. Oh, <laughs> hey Brady. Doesn't mean anything anymore. It'll send him through the moon, though. Look at him go. Multiple restaurants in San Francisco are charging super drunk guests $50 cleaning fees. More and more people are heading into the places uh, drunk already. They're going to see it. And they're yakking. (laughs) Since mostly young people in their early to mid-20s. And with the staffing issues. Sure. They're charging an extra 50 bucks if you yak at their place. 
Oh, I charge more, man. If Uber charges, they should definitely charge at a bar for your mess. Anywhere you throw up, you owe somebody money. Yes. That's just, you should just be a decent person on that. Look at them all calling in. <laughs> Poor bastards. According to a recent report, uh, this happened in Nebraska. They're like Pavlovian now, Brady. Because I've got a golden ticket. Make them do anything we want with that. <laughs> They don't know why. It's like uh, Field of Dreams. (laughs) They won't know why. They just come, Ray. People will come. You play that golden ticket sounder. They'll grab their phones and they won't know why. And they'll dial your number. People will call, Ray. (laughs) Sorry. So a couple of thieves broke into this vintage shoe store in um, Nebraska. Back in August, they stole $20,000 worth of shoes. Wow. It's one of those stores that's selling them Nikes. The old, yeah. Yeah. The problem is they stole all left-footed shoes. <laughs> they only display that, so they took oh, all the Oh, they didn't get shoes. the two. They didn't go into the back room? You broke in? You didn't nope, even go into the back room? No, just took off the display. That's Wouldn't take dumb. much to hit twenty grand on some of those shoes. Well, you've wrecked a pair if you're only taking one. Yeah. So that's the idea was to ruin that person's business. Pretty successful. Just return them. Just leave them on the doorstep. You made a mistake. They give them their half a pair of shoes back. Because I've got a golden ticket. Well, you are pissing people off this morning. <laughs> Dial the number. You don't know why. They'll be here, Ray. Damn it, knock it off. And why? Baseball. That's not why. William Slavinsky, 74 years old. He was arrested. He's a school bus driver. He had uh, nine minors in the bus at the time with a coach, so he's driving the team somewhere. Minors? And there's uh, young kids. Oh. ORS. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Winfell Willie. <laughs> yeah. All right, kids, we're going to have us a fair. No, it was. Oh, oh my God, he looks just like Winfell Willie. <laughs> wow. What but, kind of minors have you given me? You asked for nine minors. Here they are. No, no, no. Willie was I said upset. The sheriffs. <laughs> These kids aren't going to get nothing done. What's with all the gloves? He was upset. A taxi was in his way, getting the kids to the game. So he rear-ended the taxi five times. We got to get another way. Nudge, nudge. Well, he got arrested. Had to come up with a uh, five thousand cash bond. Is that because there were minors in the car? Yeah. If he'd have done it by himself, wouldn't have been any big deal. It's been a fight with a tag uh, taxi driver. Yep. He was charged with evading responsibility, reckless driving, and nine counts of risk injury to a minor. They're still calling. We had a... Uh, <laughs> you just text over it's an accent story. I found the Downs person accent very sexy. I'm going to hell. I'd rather listen to that than the Boston accent. It's the same thing. <laughs> What's the difference? Well, I mean, one of them is <laughs> mentally set back, and the other one has Down syndrome. <laughs> this happened in uh, Russia. This guy was driving his truck, and he ended up wrecking, and hundreds of vaginas fell out. <laughs> what? Him? He was hauling these uh, plaster vaginas to an artist. Plaster? Artist. Yeah. They were Ew. plaster casts of Weird vaginas. Weird shattered they vaginas. Yeah, they had to blow up. Check out the picture. They were stacked up, and uh, they did blow up. They broke this. An artist oh, yeah. from Brazil was displaying his... Uh, Looks like a bunch of giant fortune cookies. They do. 
<laughs> I didn't realize how much a vagina looked like a half-cracked fortune cookie, but now I'm going to reach in and try to. Don't reach in, and if there's a if there's a little piece of paper hanging on that fortune cookie, there's oh, no fortune. That's you're going to you're going to big surprise. Oh, the other end of that fortune is a big like white rat. It's not what I expected. It looks like a uh, pop tarts too. So I think the guy was going to uh, maybe tile a wall. The artist tile a wall with those. Look at that. Look at all the tiles in the truck still. The ones that are I on know. the ground. That's a big wall he's trying to tile. Did you do follow up research? You know that that's. A... <laughs> oh, I'm oh, just that's guessing right. that's how he's going to display <laughs> the exhibit. <laughs> Brett spoke for all of us there. <laughs> the this last... is my uh, giant pussy wall. I put this together. <laughs> That's what I assume he was doing. I did myself. Man, did you feel it? Feel it. Lips of the world. <laughs> Kiss one. Kiss one. That there is that <laughs> the beast curtain. Ask me how I got it. <clears throat> it fell off a truck. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God, it's true. Happy Columbus Day. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Who knew back in the day that listening to Kiss 1230, the rhythm of the city? Oh, yeah. Helped you with your ED. Huh? Uh, what? Zapping your penis with AM radio waves can help fight ED, a new study found. I can tell you right Zapping. now, the counter to that is you're putting your dick through the test if you've got Bob Kemp on and the AM radio is <laughs> yeah. trying to get you hard and Bob Kemp is talking. They're mortal enemies, erections in Bob Kemp's show. The International Journal of Impotence Research said low-density radio frequency zaps to the penis could be effective for ED treatment. On the study that they did uh, over the course of 12 months, or two months, they had 12 treatments. 32 study participants. So what, do you just lean it up against the receiver? Yeah, they uh, said the low frequencies, the radio frequency creates heat due to the interaction between molecules and ions, triggering structural changes. But what do I have to... And the creation of collagen and elastic fibers. So just having it on, receiving AM radio, it's always in the air. It's never not in the air. I guess they're focusing it right on your junk. Well, what does that mean? You so put I, your speaker, you go up there and get a speaker. So, no, I don't know. I don't either, because AM radio waves are always out there. You just take a hike up South Mountain and be like, <laughs> next, you're going to get yeah. cancer. Don't stand next to those things. You just <laughs> drop your crank on your subwoofer yeah. or what? I mean, What do you need a sub for AM? <laughs> You put it up against a Krako or a Sparkomatic. I'm telling you right now, nothing on AM gives you a hard on. Steve Goddard, what are you crazy? Dale Hellestray's on but AM. But people radio. are saying finally there's something you can use for AM. <laughs> Dale Hellestray's the cure for priapism. He's saltpeter. Huh? Well, that's just weird. I don't understand how you aim AM radio waves at someone. They're out there constantly. They're out there. Whether you like it or not. Super Queen would know. They're gigantic looping waves that are always in the air. In fact, from other cities, if there's a flat enough thing, you'll pick up like St. Louis. They bounce around. Well, they wave. FM radio waves are real tight, short, jagged. Line of sight. Yeah, but they're like super, like a, you know, like an EKG. AM is like a big rolling. Up and down. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's because it's so, like, it's like an ocean. But, Let's get uh, some radio videos. First one I have is a, uh, it, it's in Florida. I'm not sure what game it is, but they're doing a shot right of there. 
Florida Panthers. The Panthers, Panthers game. <laughs> all right. See where it says Florida Panthers? That's the I game. didn't see uh, on mine. It doesn't have it all. It, it just doesn't? has the oh, no on my initial. It just shows the Florida. Oh, thing. Florida. There we go. There's the suite next door. Guys, oh, there's some people getting, getting There's the getting owner's on. suite. And right next to the... Uh, yeah, they look important. They're yeah. in suits. Guys, oh, that's that... Uh, isn't it that wrapper? Isn't this an old one? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, they're wearing masks. masks. That's that wrapper. They're wearing masks. He got in trouble for this yeah. in a couple of places. He's got a, he's got a mask on. He's got a mask on. So it must be... Yeah, that's an old one. I, remember, I forgot who that was. He's a big name, too. I forgot who did that. Two chains? Probably Lil Something. <laughs> it's Lil Something or Other. <laughs> that, that's a good rap name right there. Lil Something or Other. Lil A.M. Mm-hmm. Lil Hungry. <laughs> Lil Eden. <laughs> I'm Lil Hungry. Ah, <laughs> oh, my name's Lil Hungry. <laughs> Next one, some hot dogging on a motorcycle. Driving by the Wendy's, yeah? Driving by the Chick-fil-A? <laughs> nuggies, yeah? Gotta get some nuggies, yeah? <laughs> I'm Lil Hungry. Frosty. Give me some a Frosty, yeah? Wash it down, yeah. Got drink in the car, yeah. Million seller. Yeah, well, it's the easiest thing in the world. Just a nursery rhyme with an attitude. <laughs> Some hot dogging on a motorcycle. Oh, he's got his leg. Oh, it's the backpack. Oh, oh, the oh, skull initially oh, on the ground. They're oh. stuck in the wheel. They did a little scrape in the back oh. of the skull. Kick back and rolls oh. out, and the coat gets caught in the wheel and just drags the guy down the road. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, that's terrible. I'm not sure he did that on purpose. It starts to look like a little gymnastics move, but I think that's just a complete loss of control. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. I think he <laughs> thought he was yeah, going to do think, something, yeah. and then uh, turns and it turns out got... bad idea. Last one I have is a skydiver coming in at some uh, show. He came in a little hot oh, on the landing. Right. Yeah, the, I think he pretty much destroyed Spanish somebody. Tragedia. Okay. Oh, it's yes. Oh, Jesus, that's a million miles Whoa! ago! He goes right into the crowd at like 300 miles an hour. Isn't there a cord you can pull to slow that down? Oh, look at um, look at phones. humanity at its best. Everybody's reaching for their phones. Did he make it? Oh, he landed. Uh, El Dedo. Second base. And Two, uh, took out three people. Oh, though, that's terrible. It's in another language, so we can't tell what happened. But I love that. your language, isn't it, Brett? I love that <laughs> nobody... In any country is decent anymore. When a guy comes comes dropping <laughs> dropping out of space oh, and hits the earth, you gotta get this. get your phone out and run towards the carnage. Wow! All right, Bert, you ready? Uh sure. Did you get the uh, Sofia Vergara? It didn't porn? come through. There's no attachment. Oh, uh, okay. I'll... It's sent it tomorrow. I'll drop right. it. Send it for tomorrow. He scares me. Uh, this one, when you're doing your contracting, <laughs> oh, hang on a second. Uh-oh. Uh oh. When you're doing your contracting work, you always got to look out for the load-bearing walls and make sure you got it right. He's sitting, he's sitting down in a Ronaldo shirt. Working on the base. Yeah. It's like they're doing a, a new egress, maybe putting in a new door. But- oh, my God. Oh. The other half of the building just, oh, that's oh. the old style. Steel beam that's, oh. oh. <laughs> the dude was just minding his own business and half the building just smushed him. It's sure you're uh, yeah. sawzawing. I don't think this is his fault, is it? What do you know? His buddy's working on the other side. What? Oh, oh man, half of that frame comes. Wow. And uh, this one, uh, Oof. this one's just entitled. Hopefully, he's right-handed. Oh, oh no. no! All right, here we go. Guys on buses. Two dudes sitting too close together. One guy's got his arm out the bus window. He's just. 
what are you doing? Why? Go get your arm in the window. Don't you? He's sitting in this. Oh! Oh, 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 oh yeah. Oh, There's just dudes popping up out of nowhere sleeping on the bus floor. Oh, that's gross. Oh, his arm. What did he hit? I think he was like telling him or something. Like a light pole yeah, or back. something? Oh, yeah. There's better back. ways to let him know that's your stop. His arm is hanging out of the bus, and the bus driver gets real close to something, and it's a pole. Just, it oh. just shreds his arm. What just happened, my friend? What are you doing? Oh, oh he's turned his arm into a relatively gross piece of beef jerky. Oh, my God. Man, the guy doesn't have much blood. It's his left hand, too. Yeah. That's what they wipe with over there. Oh, ah. no. Now what? Don't I shake hands day, with that friend. guy. Don't shake hands with him. And we'll end with this oh. one. All right, I don't like this. This is a little... It's a little hot-dogging, but we actually have the... Uh, okay, I don't like the, the title, Guy's Face Gets Bursted. He's riding... Uh, he's planking on a motorcycle up. at about... God, it's got to be close to 100 miles an hour. I don't know how fast he's going. Oh, look. Oh, he's looking. He's planking. There's the trouble. Face looking down back, on a motorcycle. Sure oh! He's predator now. <laughs> At least he's smiling. <laughs> it looks like that's what he's doing to me. Where's his face go? I don't know. How do you just lose the street? Your, how do you just lose your face in an accident? Oh, oh he hits the back of a truck. Oh, 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 oh. oh his little eyeballs. Oh, he's alive. Oh, kill me now. Let's see the after. <laughs> That is the after. No, I'm saying after all the surgery and stuff. What more do you need? <laughs> the completion is to stay Let's alive. See the after. What else does he have? I'll see you in the hell, Brady. Jesus. Uh, let me apologize to everybody for Brady. I didn't realize how dark he was. You're opaque, my friend. Let's see did the it, after. Did it leave a mark? Will anyone notice this cutting? No, nobody's going to notice any scars at all. You are free of scars. You have no face. Oh, that is brutal. I don't know how you just... <laughs> I don't know how you just lose your face. <laughs> so will we put Brady's new rap character, Lil' Something or Other, in the squares, please? <laughs> Lil' Hungry. What up? Yo, I'm Lil' Hungry. <laughs> Lil' Hungry is pretty great. <laughs> You might want to consider that. Uh, it's eight ten. There you go, everybody. What a <laughs> doesn't mean anything at all. <laughs> but you'll don't dial. fall for but it. But you will dial. You will dial. Can't give it away today. Contest ended Friday. The golden ticket doesn't mean anything anymore. It's in the rules. Uh, it's eight ten. We'll try something though. We'll give you. Some, we're going to come up with a plan to give these this last seat away, but we're not allowed to do it today. According to lawyers, which makes me want to do it even more, just to see what they would do. They, you know, the problem is, though, they'd cancel our whole trip. That's how oh, yeah. tricky they are. And it's like I, I, I was on the phone for Megan because she had a plane reservation that just when she made one change, it changed every single thing about her next flight, which wasn't being altered. She was still going to get on that. But they're like, well, when you change the seats on the flight into Philadelphia – you fly to Italy, then we take your seats away. Why? It's just how we operate. Like, so as a company, 
if I want to switch my flight from here to Philadelphia to be a day earlier, but my flight from Philadelphia to Italy which remains, is not which is not at all affected, I'm still going to get on that plane. I lose my seats on that. Yes. Uh, well, what you do, you, you still have a reservation on the plane. You just don't have seats. So it's a standing room only for 10 so, hours? Well, that's what I said. I'm like, so what do I have to do? We have to buy new seats. I'm like, I already bought seats. Well, we took those away. Well, then give them back because it's easy. Well, we already gave those to the next person in line. I'm like, what you're saying is you've overbooked the flight. So anytime there's a dismissal, right. somebody jumps in there immediately because right. you guys have too many people right. for the plane. Right. Well, that is not how it works, but your seats have been filled already by you canceling. I'm like, never canceled it. Right. And I just remember saying to the dude, I'm like, how are you trying to help me? Like, what are you doing that's trying to help me get to the next stop here? What are you saying, sir? I'm like, how How are you? And this was the manager. The first one was a lady I was talking to. Megan was in hysterics. She couldn't talk to anybody. She was so mad at everybody. And I'm like, you, you seem to be putting roadblocks in front of me wanting to use your product. One after another. All I'm trying to do is say, I was leaving Phoenix to Philadelphia on a Friday. I'm now doing that on a Thursday. Everything else stays the same. We have to t- And return flights. All your seats have been removed. Why? You canceled. No. No, I didn't. I moved something. That's not how it works, sir. I'm like, it is. And this is why everybody f- hates commercial air travel. Because of you. So what did they do? All right, we have two other seats. Oh, that's nice. Can oh, we use those? imagine those. Yes. <laughs> but they're cheaper than the ones you initially purchased. Better. Refunds. It's the same plane getting the same spot, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Drop a couple. Drop a couple butts in those seats right there. Well, you're going to have to get a refund on the seats you had. The ones you took away? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So process that refund. Okay, let's go Let's go to that next page. Guy who doesn't want to help me get anything done today. <laughs> and you're a supervisor? Let me get this straight. You're the, you're the one when I said I want to talk to your supervisor. You came on and made it worse? Mm-hmm. Brutal. Sounds like Guns N' Roses tour manager. Screwing everything right. Yeah. Uh, We realize you're a customer spending a heavy amount of money to want to use our. uh, We're going to make that as hard as possible on you right now. Just flash even more on after you book it. Do not change. Do not change. My buddy Chris flew uh, commercial errands. That's why SetJet is the best thing that's ever happened. Spend the extra sooner after this. My buddy Chris was flying back from Yellowstone earlier this year, and uh, they overbooked the flight and mismanaged the weight. So they were supposed to fly from, I forget where, to L.A. I don't know. that It was Jackson or something. I don't know where he was. It was and it was a smaller. Uh, we mismanaged the weight. We've got a bit of a fuel problem. We're going to have to pull over here in Salt Lake City. Everybody going to L.A. had a connecting flight. You missed that. So you go to L.A. and they put you in a Motel 6 uh, at Sepulveda Boulevard next to LAX for a day. <laughs> Your luggage is God knows where. And they're like, we'll get you on the next flight out. Like, why did you do this? Well, we overbooked it. Do you realize you're doing that? Like, do you make it seem like we had something to do with that? Why are you asking Well, you questions? were so greedy, you needed a ticket. So do a lot of other people. But you only have a certain amount of seats. You recognize the difference between selling a plane and then overselling a plane, right? No, we do not. Don't we don't know that. If I have 400 of something, I don't sell 410. It seems simple. That's why Set Jet's the best, and that's why going to Vegas is awesome. <laughs> uh, and there goes your Brady Report. It's 98. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. 98. Holmberg's morning sickness.
today is just cruising past us, 8.30 in the morning, and we don't have the uh, golden ticket anymore. Because I've got a golden ticket. Not allowed to give it away. It ended on Friday, so don't. When you hear this. Because I've got a golden ticket. It's nothing. It's a nothing burger. But if you want to call for your chance. If you you want to call for your chance to win tickets on our set jet flight to Vegas and get to stay at Resorts World. And uh, get Shine Down and Adam Ray. If you if you if you want to go on that, I've got a ticket. Uh, you it's you can't. <laughs> it's it's over. But we have to give it away. Sorry, Charlie. We still have. Yeah, exactly. No golden ticket. But this is very much like Charlie and the Golden Ticket. Remember, in the movie, the fifth golden ticket, they found it. Oh, it was a sham. but it was a scam ticket. It was a forged ticket. So there was a last second. There was a fifth ticket, and that's exactly what's going on here. We we have to give our fifth spot away. We thought that we could. All right, if we don't give it away, we got an, an empty spot on the plane. No. We made a promise that we'd give them away. Now, Swing by a newspaper stand this morning. Yeah. And- yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll do it and get one last second over by the poor section of town where Charlie lives. Uh, Melissa, who was on the show uh, as one of the golden ticket eighth callers, says, I know I'm biased, John. But for your last seat to Vegas, you get all us losers together and pit us against each other for a second chance to go. Start with loser number one and two with best of three questions. They win. So on into round robin until there's only two left for the battle of supremacy. No. Too many losers. Don't want to go dragging them off to Vegas. Uh, This one says, how about you make us give donations to the Humane Society and the highest donor... Gets the trip to Vegas. Also, if we raise over $100,000, we get to have April McLaughlin uh, euthanized. I don't know that I have that kind of power. The second part of it. I really like your thinking. It's illegal for us to make you give us money for a prize. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Dave Pratt used to get away with it all the time. We don't know how. It's very illegal. He should have lost the license. This station shouldn't even exist, truthfully, because of what he did. The license should have gone away. Uh, Paul Sura has texted me. He used to work with him. Said biggest scam in radio history. We used to wonder how he was doing it too. He'd make you guys pay for trips he didn't have, and then he's still running that scam. And then he would well I don't anything know, he does. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's all for his charitable donations. But your money would go into his pocket, and then he would donate money under his foundation to a charity and get the write off. And it was all your. It was never out of his. It was terrible. We can't do that. It's very illegal. It's called a lottery. Radio lotteries of, of, of just like that's that is you know in uh, college football it used to be like the death sentence for you know that that's that falls into that category of radio we still don't know how he did that no clue how he did that uh, this one says how about you bring me and my husband along John he's a pilot so he can be there if anything goes wrong Kendall Where Kendall got it's an we got a hey, yeah we got a pilot and if anything goes wrong it's an hour flight. We can glide to the landing. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> how bad is our pilot's health that he can't make it for one more hour? Like, he can't even fight through what gets him. He gets bonked in the head or something. We're all in trouble. Don't need a backup pilot on the plane. That's just that's just poor thinking. That's planning for the bad. Good thing we had that backup pilot, said no one ever. Usually you've already crashed. Yeah, we're not bringing Ted Stryker with us, so, you know, <laughs> right. we're good. And that didn't end well. No. A lot of people got hurt on that plane. Uh, anyway, so we'll figure it out, but we got to do it this week, and I have nothing yet, so we'll see.
We will try. But uh, today, if I feel like giving it away, I might. When you hear that, and you're going to call for the tickets to Set Jet's flight to Vegas and all the fun, just know that this means nothing. Absolutely nothing. Just got to curb you of your habit. We're taking it away. We're the methadone clinic of golden tickets now. I'm going to miss that. We'll keep that around for future stuff, though. (laughs) I'm going to miss doing this to people. Oh, that's not going away. No, we're keeping that for pretty much everything. Pretty much every game we play now, we'll incorporate that. Uh, It's 835. And speaking of games we play, other than, uh, you know, those noises right there, uh, the Guadalupe Squares happened on Friday and uh, saw the Carrie Lake, the macho man. She was on TV a lot this weekend talking about her run for whatever and who they're going to appoint to be Speaker of the House and all these things. And Trump is in on that. It was just a mess. And then, of course, World War III started, uh, you know, the pilot light is definitely on. So now Carrie Lake, we have to be very careful who our next president's going to be because if we've got this going on and Carrie Lake in office, oh, my goodness. There's not going to be anything left. But it would be kind of apropos to the way I believe that our first female president would be probably the end of the world. (laughs) That's what most guys think. Deep down, that's what we're all thinking. If we elect a woman now in 2024, eh, more than likely, end of the world. I don't know what to do now. Anyway, got your Guadalupe replay in front of you. Arnold was in there. Ozzy was in there. Uh, Macho Man. She, oh, the whole thing. Let's just play it and uh, not do anything for a little bit. It's 98 KUPD. <laughs> That's what, that'll happen. <laughs> Let's see how this day goes. <laughs> you come in here with your pretty blonde hair, Weaver. <laughs> Sorry. I was playing the part of a witch a second ago, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, I got people emailing me like crazy about the golden ticket. No, it's not a thing today. It ended Friday. We got to figure out a new way to give that away. Maybe it is a golden ticket again, but as of today, we have to rewrite rules to make sure we get this right. Or just circumvent all the rules and do it our own way, which I think we're going to end up doing. Maybe it comes down from the uh, the legal on high oh, in the next 45 minutes. They're about not to get listened to. They might have it happen. But as of right now, when you hear this, set jet flight to Vegas, rooms at Resorts World, tickets to Shinedown, and Adam Ray, this week not available. Not available to you at all. Not available due to this. No longer meaning anything. Until we tell you it means something. So keep your cool. Let's see if we can blow those phones up again for KSLX. Uh, it's time now for What Would Brady Do? It's brought to you by our friends at MMP Guns. Is that right? Yeah, yeah yes. that's right. MMP Guns, Mo Money Pond, 12th Street, and Indian School, if you want to go home there. Several guns. That's right. You want to buy <laughs> several weapons. Uh, they've got all sorts of stuff for you. And not only do they have everything you've ever needed at Mo Money Pond, uh, MMP Guns has everything you've ever needed as far as ammunition, weaponry, Accoutrement, everything that goes with it. And also, they'll teach you how to build one of those things in a matter of several minutes. And it's pretty impressive, too. The people that have come out of those classes, all of them rave about it. Brett did it, raved about it. Great. Seven or eight other people have emailed me saying I did the 
the MMP guns, uh, AR-15 build. Get your own. You, you get to keep it at the end, which is even better. You build it, you keep it, mm-hmm. and they make sure that you build it right and learn all about it, and you'll know everything on how that thing operates, which everybody should actually do. I'm not a big believer in passing a ton of laws for uh, guns, this guns, that. But one thing I think you should uh, have is knowledge of the weapons, for sure. You know, I think that's very helpful. I don't think anybody with a, a wise brain would disagree with that. So uh, thanks to MMP Guns for that service you're giving uh, our beautiful community and everything else you do inside Mo Money Pond, 12th Street and Indian School. Brady, are you ready? Ready. Uh, this is a weird one. This is, Brady, how in the world is my son pulling more ass than me? He's 24 years old. He's not even in good shape. I'm in good shape. Uh, he's a mess of a man. He doesn't have a job. He got fired back in June. Not doing a thing. He's got just enough money to get by. Oh, not really because he lives at home with me. But every weekend I wake up and watch a glorious piece of ass leave his room every Saturday. I don't know how he's doing it. Is it creepy of me to go out with my my son and his friends and try to slay with them? Because I'm desperate. Keith. Jesus. Ah, better one. Keith. Here's the... Uh, oh, man. You kind of hear it. I th- the difference is... the. The kid's got it down where, you know what he's saying, when you're trying too much? I guess. He's not trying to, he doesn't even have a That's job. That's it. His, zero effort. His deal is, like, the zero effort sometimes can work that way for for women. Your son's doing something magical to go come back to my dad's It's almost house. like a confidence on that side of it that, yeah. uh, you know, I'm just, and the, you know, if you can take a look at the women that are coming in, they're like, there's a factor of uh, guys will fall on this. You can, I can help this person, or the 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 savior. Women are trying to, oh, you know what? I might be able to mold this guy. I or also he just think, doesn't. Uh, if you don't care, yeah. it's an attracting part. But here's the other part. To them, he's 24. He might be telling them it's his house, which might look, I, you might have done or pretty my well. My dad's you're, loaded. You're probably in your 50s, and maybe you got some money, and it's an impressive place to bring a girl. Especially when he says, oh, I've been, my dad's staying with me. And you got this bachelor situation going on where the two of you are living together. My dad and I are splitting it since the divorce. He kind of ran, he stays with me. And he's giving him a line of crap. You don't have that anymore. You're supposed to have stuff in your life. He's impressing people with the things he's pretending are his. You got you to get this guy out of your house is the key. He won't be pulling as much ass if he's in a two-bedroom apartment with four roommates. Just rent. <laughs> yeah, get just out of here. Give him that. Just rent a rod. Oh, get a prostitute. Yeah, That's just right. be done. You know what? He's right. SeekingArrangements.com. Well, I've yeah. heard a lot of good things. There's that option. I was just saying, man, he, he's got to be a, I mean, obviously Red sounds flag. like he's a young dad. Not necessarily um, 24. And if he's not, then what are you so, you know, drawn on trying to, should I go out with my son and get. He's got you no need, game. You need to show a little confidence. He's feeling you like he's find got your no game. game. Well, is it okay to go out with your son and find your game? No. No, I don't oh, think so either. Wrong waters. Oh, oh, tempting. <laughs> That's why you rent. I understand that. You can rent you down, get back you know, age-wise. Yeah. You can get them younger ones. Or climb on a slump buster. Go out and get yourself something that's beneath you. I'd still rent. I'd rent too. Rent. It's so easy now with the internet. Back in the old, back in the old days, you're right. Slump busters were a necessity because you couldn't find them anywhere else. Uh, street walkers weren't an answer. No. You're right. the The wholesome hooker population has grown exponentially with the internet. There's tons of sites that have wholesome prostitutes. Hot ones, too. My friend took advantage of that in a big way. 
uh, one of the prettiest girls I've ever seen. I only saw photos of her face, but it's like this thing is uh, comes over every two weeks and gives me the what for for four hundred bucks. I guess it's great. I'm like, you would have never been able to pull that thing. He goes, no, I know. It's, it's, it, he admitted it, and it was a fantastic run. Brett's right. Get off the schneid, pull some hookers, get your confidence back, and start hanging out with friends your own age, and quit quit worshiping your son's pulls. Gross. It is weird. But it is tough. There are so I know it's not your deal, but there are a lot of single moms Yuck. out there. Oh, Brady, go f*** yourself. That's disgusting. <laughs> no relationships there. They, the one thing my my one buddy got to go back to their kids. Chuck used to always tell me, "I've tapped into the world of the milf, and yep. they don't stay all night. They go home. It's like having a hooker. They have to get to their kids. They want it over with fast. Like, oh my, they're God. not looking for anything. <laughs> but the horrors of childbirth, and plus, probably photos. You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, stories and talking and. Make sure it was C-section too. You got to take those to dinner. Oh, you got to C-section. Hey, are you C? <laughs> yeah. You know what turns me on? C-section scars. And if she doesn't have one, run for your life. But don't go out with your son and try to pull even ups with him. You'll yeah. ruin his deal. You'll wreck him. Yeah. You're. you're yeah. You'll C-block your son. Uh, dear Brady. My husband just confessed to me that the love of his young life was a girl named Christy. K-R-I-S-T-E-Y. The E-Y is the key. Our daughter is 14 years old, and guess what her name is? Christy, with an E-Y, which he fought for. The spelling was an argument. When we were going to name our kids, he would not budge on the E-Y. I just wanted Y. So here I find 14 years later that the love of his life... Was Christy? I wonder if it was Christy Greenway. She was a CH. No, wait, she was a KR. K R I S T Y. I think she was just T Y. She didn't have an E Y. She affected a lot of people, though. I know that. I'd understand if it was. Uh, so, should I find this woman and see what's going on? As a man, explain this to me. How did this just happen? All right. Thought about the spelling. Um, that dude put my. I'm named after my mom's high school boyfriend. Didn't know yeah. that until I was like thirty. That's as close as your dad will uh, get your mom, or your mom will get to the high school boyfriend, is you. <laughs> just the name. What's the matter with you? I just found out her, well, because no. my dad. It comes, went- down to the, it comes down to the trust factor. It is a little like, oh, well, this was my first love, and I wanted to name my daughter. Probably not the and best spell for it your the relationship. Exact same way. Yeah. Isn't that honoring your first love? And she, it is. She probably knows about that. Through Facebook and through so all that other stuff. So what do you do right now? You um, So your daughter's name is bait to try to draw out the ex and hope, oh, my God, did you name your daughter the same as me? Well, I guess I didn't think of that. But now they're in contact or whatever. I, eh, this is fishy. It is fishy because you could, you know, you flip the script around on them and you had something done, you know, like their son's, your son's name did that. I'm sure he wouldn't like that. Yeah. My situation, my mom just picked a name. And at the time, she had to be furious with my dad because my dad was adamant about naming me Alvar Augustus Holmberg II oh. after his father. That was <sighs> that close to being my name. My mom dug her heels in and said, A.A. Holmberg would be awesome. I, I even said to them when they would tell me the story, I'm like, didn't you two discuss a name? 
in the nine and a half months I was trapped inside there? Didn't you didn't you have a plan? I came out and the fight happened? Like your dad was dead set on Alvar Augusta. So he promised his father, we're going to name my boy, but he didn't tell my mom any of this. So my mom's like, forget it. And in Indiana in 1972, you couldn't leave the hospital with an unnamed child. Chicago's the same way. So my mom just yeah. called me John because she was thinking I should have married that other guy. Because <laughs> this dickhead's trying to name my kid a joke name. <laughs> she won. And th- and I got the middle name. And then she appeased him with my middle name as my dad's first name. So she still played ego. Got to remember, my dad was only 25. Had a kid already and wanted to... He wanted some juice in this game. and Alvar Augustus Holmberg. You know how long I'd have lived with that name? With my body. Uh, and elementary the, school, maybe. My, oh, maybe get out of sixth <laughs> grade with that. And plus, I'd, I'd had to move around a lot. All through elementary and junior high. And switch schools. All right, everyone. Let's welcome Alvar Augustus. To the, ah, I'm dead. I'm a dead man. <laughs> Dead man. Now I got to move to West Virginia and Alvar Augustus. Ugh. You would have you would have shortened it to Al. Yeah, but on the first day of school, and every time I got introduced, we have a new student named Alvar. It's just Al. <laughs> no, it's not. Not when second yeah. when second graders hear Alvar, that's over. Wow, oh, it would have been rough. But my mom named me after her ex boyfriend. The only thing I know on this is like how long have they been together? How old's a kid? 14. 14. 14 years. That's a long time before you reveal why the kid's name is spelled that way and why you were Sure is. That. Like, you named Kirby after a friend of yours, right? Kirby Puckett, yeah. No, not Kirby. <laughs> Wasn't it some girl that was yeah, like in the neighborhood you liked her I name? had her at summer camp, and I knew her father, and she was really a, a good athlete. And you didn't want to, like... No. Give her the goods. No. I was... Much Kirby isn't named older. after your lost love. No. Right. See, that's the difference. Was she hot, though? Yeah, she's pretty. All right. <laughs> but still, people name their people. They give a fun name. That was an inspiration, yeah. yeah. That was a name you liked. Yep. Not a name that you used to get bonered up over and you got to have your daughter. I mean, we dated thing. for three years. Sure, sure. That know. makes sense. We're no, going to get married and have babies named Kirby Jr. <laughs> Uh, dear Brady, my father has six to nine months to live. Oh, fun. Uh, he's got the pancreatic. Uh, miserable, but we have to just face this. Uh, he's still functional, but the clock is on. Uh, I have a plan to take him on a whirlwind vacation, spend all the time I have and all the money I have, and I'm feeling very guilty because when he passes, he's going to hand over his house and his money to me. I want him to just spend it, but he won't do it. So technically, if I spend that amount that I don't have but will have, it'll just get reimbursed. Where should I take him, Kyle? Oh, man. First of all, I don't think it's wow. uh, practical to spend all your money banking on Yeah, you're getting that in the future. Right. Because there's no guarantee on that. Um, I would work on your dad more and just say let's go on a fantastic trip while you're father son weekend yeah i a say week or two you don't know. take him out for a long time pancreatic cancer work rears on a weekend its, rears its ugliness very fast sometimes so the last thing you want to do is find out you're in london and what? he needs hospitalization there the whole time take him to a favorite football game is he a sports fan 
football weekend. Do a tour of football stadiums for the next couple, like a month. He's only got can, six to go. Uh, you know, I had a friend that um, she had the pancreatic cancer. Same thing, stage four. She was yep. given they give you six short, months. Yeah. Uh, one of her best friends, they did. They went for two weeks. Perfect. They went over. Dangerous, to, uh, but Italy. perfect. Yeah. And it worked out good. Yeah. Go to Vegas, get some whores with that other guy whose uh, <laughs> yeah. son's slaying. Take and, Kyle uh, or Keith fun. or whatever. Your yeah. name's Kyle. His name is There Keith. we go. We can yeah. yeah. Two birds it, at one stone. Call it the 2023 Late Summer Slam and just start <laughs> banging out On that tour now. hooker bush up there in Vegas with the pancreatic cancer guy and dude who can't get laid. That's a party. Let's combine all of our, uh, what would Brady do, writers? Because you think about it when, you know... A lot of people going through that are like, there's certain things that you want to do while right. you're still healthy, and all of a sudden it just gets overwhelming. In the a cruddy way. bucket list. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't want to risk like going too far from home, you know. But maybe there, there's every a point weekend that you, you get to something. like, you know yeah. what? I'm just going for it. Sure, and but I don't want to drag somebody who's dying. Yeah, and then uh, overseas, you, you know, hospitalizations. You might get trapped in something you don't understand, and. You know, and you're speaking a different language with somebody in France about uh, care, and I'm like, but then ah. over there you can get you know all the stem cell you want. Sure, and, that's true. Maybe they'll cure know, him. Yeah, take him to Paris; they might cure him. <laughs> he used to go to Central America, <laughs> going to a, one of those hobbles with needles and IVs. But if it was my dad, I know what I'd do. We'd be going each weekend every Steelers game till he couldn't. That would be father son weekend after father son weekend. Of like, let's do this. Like you got, you got in a weird way. You got a gift of knowing the clock is running, and you know that's what he would want to do. Oh, my dad would love it if he's like, "Look, let's let's." There's a great example of, uh, you know what? If something happens like that to you, do you know what your yeah. parents would want to do? Yeah. Your it, mom or dad? Maybe we fly back to Indiana and kick the <laughs> out of that John guy I'm named after. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, get some justice. What do you want to do? Dad? And then every weekend we're together. He can call me Alvar Jr. That'd work out too. I just I'll give him everything he ever wanted. But if he ever got that, and he'd be like, you know, I got six months. I still feel pretty good, and you never know. I'm like, let's start, let's start tapping this until you can't do it anymore. Let's go for four or five weeks. We'll do a Steelers game everywhere they play. They got SoFi in two weeks. That'd be fun, L.A. Uh, you know, or you know, just let him go. He'd probably want to take me hunting. I'd have and to, have let to go. alone, have to go. Yeah. let alone for him. Packing up every week. Ah. Weekends. Weekends would be fine. Now, he'd be good. He likes that. Like that. When he likes it, he's fine. But, yeah. Maybe the World Series. He's never been to that. Stuff like that. But take father-son weekends. But don't take pancreatic cancer for two months anywhere. Plus, you got to plan it. So, like, you can't just jump on a plane to France tomorrow. I guess you could. But that's going to cost you a ton more than you need to. Sure will. So you're going to probably be a month away from that trip being all ready to go. Yeah, the, the overseas yeah. one will take you a little more time. Yeah, so you don't have time on your hand. You don't have time on your side. Let's get to it right now, this weekend. If you're Cardinal fans, find out where they're playing. Run to that. Oh, man. Have a weekend in that city. I know. They're yeah, Cardinal fans. They're going to suffer through that. But you know what? It'll make them feel good about pancreatic cancer taking them out. <laughs> Hit a Just realize I don't WNBA have to. WNBA games. Take them to a bunch of sports. Yeah, you want to kill them early, don't you? <laughs> yeah. The double, the, the uh, women's, uh, men's basketball is, uh, finals are going on. Nobody's paying any attention to it because that league is such a success. Nobody even knows when the finals are. They're actually occurring as we speak. Uh, take them to a few of those and make your dad glad New he's dying. 
They are? Yeah. Son, I'm so glad you took me on this trip. I've never wanted to be dead more than this. <laughs> Front row WNBA. I'm looking forward to it. So long, pancreas. <laughs> Go get him, big C. Yeah, you got me two front row tickets to WNBA. I'd reach into the next jar of like, all right, debilitating life-threatening diseases or WNBA tickets. I'm like, all right, let's see what we got in the disease thing. This might might be quick and easy. <laughs> I have to watch Candace Parker and Kelsey Plum chest bump after a three-pointer. Yeah, I know. I know a couple of the players. Anyway, sorry about your dad. We all get a ticket out. I kind of have a weird feeling about that uh, it's a control problem but i'd actually you know, like i'd actually more? like to know that kind of thing like johnny got six or nine months to go like, thank you I, I think that's a gift rather than just the unexpected you know you got five or six years who knows we don't know and then you're just sick all the time or you get blown up by a truck or whatever. i kind of like the hey your clock's uh timer's on Get it all, get it all wrapped up. You got six to eight months to get it all wrapped up. I think that's a gift because we Look all. At, die. I mean, one of the things that uh, I can remember, Chuck, um, our old boss, he was like, you know, he was a, a vegan for so long. Yeah, he's like, screw it, I'm having he a steak, pound and red meat he at just the did end. Spontaneous yeah. stuff. That that's right. Clock was ticking. He was given the death. Oh, sentence. do I miss something? You're given the death sentence. So he's like, you know what? Screw it. Right. What am I hanging on to? Uh, sorry about your dad. That does suck, though. And, I, and tell us what you do. Tell us what you're up to. There's, no, there's nothing good about that. This guy says rent an RV and travel to places. He can rest, uh, and he has his own bathroom. That's not a bad. That's not a bad idea. Get an RV and drive around. Nothing worse than. Uh, you know, well, I don't know if he might get the pancreatic problems in the RV. You can do some wipies. Well, I don't know about that. There's a hose. Donovan yeah. said. Donovan said, uh, Rocky Point hookers let you raw dog, so uh, you don't have to worry about catching anything. You know what? He doesn't need to worry about AIDS. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Or, so what? He gets herpes. Came here to give it AIDS. Yeah, the doctor's like, you've developed herpes. With my pancreatic cancer? Let's focus on the big boy here. How'd you get that? I was raw dogging whores in Rocky Point. How do you think? A couple bumps. Who cares? ASU lets you raw dog, too, and you'll catch the same thing. Those girls are whores. Uh, it's 9.34. There you go. That's what Brady did, and it is just flat-out frightening, what you people will admit to on the air. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 morning There's a boys from ACDC. They know how to please a crowd, unlike Guns N' Roses. Jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> they screwed us, man. They can eat it. Eat a D, GNR. Uh, and Brett just pulled up the set list from the ACDC set down there in Indio this weekend. What was that thing called again? Uh, Power Powerade. Powerade. Power Powerade Five Thousand. Our Man, buddy I Ron mean, Caps was the, there. If they just played ten songs, I'd give you two hundred bucks for that. Oh yeah. The first ten songs are if you want blood, back in black, demon fire. Shot down in flames, thunderstruck, have a drink of me, hell's bells, shot in the dark, stiff upper lip, and dirty deeds. And then the encore shoot to thrill yeah. right after okay, that. Okay, yeah, I mean, if you bring geez. out the encore shoot yeah. to thrill in Sin City, and that's, and there's still 10 songs left. But if you just gave me those 12, I'd be like, that. that's a $200 show. Yeah. That's Switch 15 out with uh, 
210. You shook me all night long. Yeah, I've been a little disappointed not hearing that. Yeah, look at that. Sin City. Then the next 10. Giving the dog a bone. Rock and roll train. Shook me all night long. Dog eat dog. High voltage. Uh, Hell in a bad place to... uh, (laughs) To what? Play video. Yeah, I don't know what that is. What is that? To be play video. What? It's poorly written. Uh, Riff Raff. Highway to hell. Hell hell in a bad place to be. Play video. It's supposed to be in parentheses. I'm like, what did they put that... Yeah, Riff Raff, I would have held a whole lot of Rosie. Let that be rock. What was the encore? TNT? Yeah, and, and for those about to rock. Man. Because that's when the cannons come out. 24 oh, songs. Yeah. 24 songs. 80 years old. As a Friday. Man, oh man. Those boys put it together. So thanks, ACDC, for always loving us and doing what's right. And I'm going to go in the trailer next door and tell GNR that uh, all their fan base and radio stations that support them can, uh, they can f*** off now. How about that? Sounds about right, doesn't it, Brady? Oh, yeah. I think we're all on the same page with them. Hey, Guns and Roses. Uh, you. There you go. How about that? We'll take one of those for the team. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill, although... Uh, what would Brady do still? This guy had a great suggestion that said, uh, dying father, just kill him now and get the money early. <laughs> you know, well, that's, a, that's another approach we didn't really take. Just got rid of him. And you have to worry about spending your money and getting reimbursed. Just a pillow away. Yeah, <laughs> one pillowcase <laughs> away from riches, fortune, and fame. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense. Uh, systems, and if you want to defend yourself from craziness, one thing they can't do, uh, if you were listening earlier this morning, is ever help you defend yourself from a bee flying directly into your ear at breakneck speeds. That is, I, I found that my tactical black training and all the things I've been so proud of resorted right back to uh, my base core horrified sissy scream and smash the bee in your ear. <laughs> a bee flew into my ear. My self-defense training, my the world's gone sideways training, all went back to, and then smash my ear hole. You put it together, John. Don't sell it that no. way. You destroyed the operator. <laughs> I, did, I did destroy the operator, but not before he got his licks in. He's going to get a lick in. <laughs> it's true. It's like a knife fight. If you've got a stinger yeah. and you're in my ear. Exactly what you've been training I'm going to get stung. But if, in fact, I'd have seen that bee first, I'd be like, I see you're no good bee. This bee jumped me. Yeah, you never know. Surroundings. The B story uh, is a metaphor for us not having any control of what actually goes on in life. The serendipitous nature of a bee flying into my ear, dead hole, just bullseye into my ear hole while I was going 15 miles an hour north and he was going however fast bees fly east, right into my ear. Very impressive. No defense for it, but you're right, Brady. I did destroy the operator, so I have sold this wrong. There is a defense for it. <laughs> but part of the defense was hitting myself in the face and head over and over to try to get the bee out of my ear. Uh, they'll teach you. I'm saying what I'm saying is there's still certain things in the world that are just going to jump up and grab you. Uh, but why not be a little bit prepared for it? The bee thing, we have to do some work. I really do. I don't think I think I'm a little bit behind. But again, you're right. Here I am just two days later. My ear isn't swollen and the bee is dead. Long live the bee. Uh, but we've trained for all sorts of stuff. They're going to start to try to chuck bees in my ear soon, I'm sure. If I go there today, there'll be a bee-throwing contest into my ear, uh, and we'll see if I can defend against that. 
Everything else I pretty much got down. Knives, guns, hatchets, sticks, uh, axes. We've done it all. They don't have a scenario out there that they don't take from real life and try to apply it. This B one, I'm interested in what the boys have up there because <laughs> it'll be interesting what Tony and Jay and Josh come up with. But uh, I don't want to play. That hurt a lot. Uh, but they'll, they'll get you in great shape while you're doing it. And get in great shape. Uh, Megan is off with her mom right now. And her mom's had bad knees her whole life. And they're trying to walk around in Rome. And it's a struggle. And the bottom line is in her 30s, 40s, 50s, and up to today, she hasn't been using her legs enough. And you know what? As you get older, if you haven't been using your stuff, there'll come a day when you want to and it just won't be there for you. Get in shape. Do something for you, and this place will help you do that while it trains your brain to say, you know what, I'm pretty much capable of all sorts of stuff. Make it so your knees and feet don't ache so much. Uh, and be in shape. Be good. Because poor Megan's mom's trying to hoof around Rome, and those stairs are doing a number on her knees. It's not good. Make yourself feel good. Do good things for you, and that is get in shape and heading on to reactdefense.com. Keep your brain and your body in order. Phoenix Glendale Chandler, that's where they got you. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertainment. Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, recently celebrated his 40th anniversary of being a U.S. citizen. And he has been uh, talking lately about how we're creating this softer generation. How he used to knock his kids around pretty good with great ideas. And he's encouraging people, you know, to strengthen your character. Become a really strong person inside. Um Let's go and teach our kids to be tough, do sports, to study, and struggle. Go through these kind of painful moments. Sometimes it only builds a better, stronger person. And he also says, uh, he says, what made this country great were all the ballsy women and men who worked their butts off to fight for their, and fought for their struggles. Yeah. Adversity creates character. He's going to get S'd on for saying yeah. that, though. Well, because it's a society. And again, right. I always say it's single mom society, but that's a, that is a, a shot at the dads. You're not as involved in your kids' lives after all these divorces and everything as you need to be. Moms are doing their jobs. They're coddling. They're emoting. They're being emotional. And they're making sure their little babies never feel pain. And, and by the that's way, a mom's job. But a dad is supposed to come in and make sure that, hey, toughen up. Walk right. it off. You're supposed to. It, of course you broke your heart. Get over it. Moms are supposed to make you feel good. And there's too much of that going on. So you get these emotional baby fits that I don't like pain. Sometimes pain is good for you. And if you're calling out Arnold on, uh, you know, creating some pain or what have you, he's the first one to say, uh, look, you know, he's talking about one of the mistakes. Biggest mistakes I've made with my family was hosing the maid. Yep. He says, but but I did it. Yep. Arnold was a womanizer. Still apologizing yep. for it and he'll wear it forever and, and i do what i can to yeah. keep the let my support my kids on both sides sure yeah arnold. even conandes <laughs> arnold arnold ignored him for a few years too he's made mistakes it's not saying he's perfect it's saying that we do have a society that's softening up here's bad, the, bad things happening to you make you better it's a the, fact it's the up tabloid, to you the uh, tabloid trash that's going on is j-lo is very upset at ben oh no because uh he spends so much time with jennifer garner the blended family and uh they were out i guess jennifer and ben had a dinner the other night with the kids yeah they've got jealous of the fact yeah but she's spending too much time with her and they're planning all these blended family activities i don't know why she got involved yeah you're right 
She knew Ben had kids with a... Again, that's tabloid trash. Stirring it up. Maybe. But there's uh, the reason they're saying is because they've had a confrontation that got heated the other between J-Lo and Garner. Is that also... Brady, your whole segment here is tabloid trash. That's the point of it. <laughs> it could be real. It could... Maybe it is. I would venture to guess it is. J-Lo's relationship history is not stable. So I'm assuming she's irrational about exes. They saw the Mean Girls uh, filming a commercial. Lindsay Lohan, Lacey Chabert, Amanda Seyfried. Oh, they got them all back together. Someone saw them, and it looks like it's a Pepsi commercial, and they're saying that's for the Super Bowl. No. Ozzy Osbourne Spotify at Halloween playlist. <laughs> what scares Ozzy? The Osmonds, this the Carpenters? This is the playlist to enjoy. On Spotify. Right, right. You're going to think it's all my songs, but you're wrong, mate. It's Britney Spears. It's the, the real, truly horrifying music of our time. He didn't have Britney on there. Should have. She's scary. She's been carrying the I agree with you. She's, she's going to hurt herself. Number one's uh, Bark at the Moon. Oh, it's his songs. He picked his own. I see. Black Sabbath. Uh, Black Sabbath. And then Ramones, Pet Cemetery. The Beatles, Helter Skelter. Pet Cemetery is one of the dumbest songs in the world. Rob Zombie, Living Dead Girl. ACDC, Highway to Hell. Oingo Boingo, uh, Dead Man's Party. Eagles, Witchy Woman. Oh, that's scary. (laughs) Werewolves of London. Cannibal Corpse aborted fetus of of a nun's if I recall correctly. Metallica, The Four Horsemen. These are the hits. The Dickies, Killer Clowns. Don't know that one. Donovan, Season of the Witch. I said that one. Oh, ELO, Evil Woman. What? Motorhead, Boogeyman, Killed by Death. Ozzy didn't put this list together. No, it's a huge list. I'm looking at it right yeah, now. Some the worst part is Bat Out of Hell from Meatloaf. Yeah, well, that is... Uh, it's I got would, Alice Cooper, that too. That is scary. You want to keep me from going towards your house? Play Bat Out of Hell. <laughs> I will be running the other direction. But that really scared him away. Ah, Me love. That's it. All right. How many songs are on that list, Brady? 69. All All right. right. (laughs) Stay with your mom. (laughs) All night. You feel so good. (laughs) You're gross. Uh, All right. That's about it. That's up. We're done, right? Monday's out. Larry's coming up next. He's got Guns N' Roses tickets. <laughs> <laughs> He's ignoring you. He's ignoring me. It doesn't mean a thing. Uh, Larry's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a great day. We'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. Solo! He's out of control now. 